0: Good evening and welcome to The Real Study With your hosts Mr. Snitbits Black Girl Marvel Mr. Marvelite All the movie things The Pre-Review with Super Guru, And me, The Real Study Movie Voice Guy Poster
1: wall. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of season one of the Real Study. I am Mister Snibbits, and this is the Real Study panel. And we will be discussing a few different movies tonight. Say hi, everybody. We are live. Uh, we'll be doing The Forbidden Hello. Kingdom. <laughs> the last witch hunter we're also going to do shang chi but i'm going to step away for that since i've not seen it i want to avoid spoilers uh and then if we have time we'll do some what if but mm, sounding like maybe what if is going to come next week so uh, let's move on over to the chatting wall hey guys how you guys doing this week how you doing brian i haven't seen you in a while
2: i know it's been a while Doing good,
1: good. Sound good, good. And how about how about you, Mister Marvelite Tony? How you doing?
2: I'm doing great.
0: I'm doing fantastic. Glad that glad that we're back on, and love the way everything looks now. So
1: I'm I'm pretty happy too. And then how about you, Lala? How are you doing?
3: I'm, I'm doing well
1: just okay you're like me i'm tired i'm tired as all get out so uh anyway so we are here to discuss some movies and uh i think we are definitely going to get right into it the first movie tonight is the forbidden kingdom now this was a movie that was done uh by mr marvelite uh for his redemption. Why is my camera not doing what I want it? Anyway, uh, I've realized for, I have enough to, to, to uh, redeem two more videos. Two more videos. Okay. I know that uh, Smash Brothers, when he's around, has tons of different uh, points, so he can do two or three. But so the two movies tonight were initially because of uh, two redemptions one, Mr. Marvelite, one was Captain Salty Dog, who I hope makes it. And we're going to wait uh, for the last Witch Hunter because that's Mr. S- or Captain Salty Dog's pleasure or. or displeasure if you will um how you doing cowgirl how you doing welcome and thank you um hopefully we didn't spoil any what ifs in the (sighs) pre-show what's going on silver brand what's going on sir that's one of uh the many tiktok uh mutuals that we have um and again real quick make sure you follow all of us on tiktok that's uh mr snidbits black marvel girl all the movie things and mr marvelite all of us on tiktok and on every other social media if we have it hey there's there's mickey how you doing sir and uh okay so we are going to get into it and uh the forbidden kingdom so marvelite you picked this one what what was the reason behind that
0: oh i'm a glutton for punishment that's pretty much what it is um i i you you know what it, it it's, it's, it's you come like in the early two thousands. There's if you notice if you go back. Let, let's just talk for a second here. There always seems to be in, in every like every decade. There's like this like this focus of genres or like the way they do films and everything else. And um, the '90s was very I, I I really more sitcom-y I think you have a lot of like sitcom-y style movies. Um, the two thousands tried like they tried more cinematic stylings um, and. Um, um then you had like this 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 little group of movies and brian's probably gonna roll his eyes but it was like these little group of movies um like sky high and things like that where it was like this you 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 you're making them into these heroes um and and it was kind of like the, i i the the guy who who the kid who plays in um uh michael michael uh, and gar uh, and grano and oh yeah. yeah, so he played in Sky High and so I I was a fan of Sky High. I like I liked Sky High um, which it's funny cuz I think everybody talks about oh, you know they really should make a, a real uh, like a live action, you know, my hero academia and everyone goes, well yeah, it was called Sky High. <laughs> um, but uh but like I liked him in that film and so coming into this one, that was like the what was going for it and in fact, I didn't know about this movie when it hit the theaters. I didn't know about this movie um, when it came out on like Blu-ray and DVD and stuff, it wasn't until I got into Blu-ray and there was a scene from this movie in like a like the the Hot Reel where they were showing like all the things that, that Blu-ray could do with high definition and 1080p. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene from this movie with Jet Lee and Jackie Chan. And then I saw, I saw this kid from, from sky high and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna give this a chance. And so I bought the movie without ever watching the movie. I just bought it. And I thought it was so bad that it was good. Um, (laughs) and it became a guilty pleasure for me. And then what ended up happening was I shared this movie with others and then they all voiced their displeasure that I would ever turn them onto this movie. Um, and so it became a, it became a hot joke within my, within my friend base and of course, coming with you guys, and I think you guys are my friends, so I wanted to torture you just like I torture all of my friends. Um but ultimately <laughs> We I, thank it's you. Still an enjoy- it's still an enjoyable mm-hmm. movie. I, I really honestly feel like the movie is only good until like the last 10 minutes of the movie, um, where he fi- like it finally pays off and he's in the real world and you know his he's he's obviously it wasn't all just a fever dream. He's actually able to kick these guys' butts. Um, right. but but it was one of those movies where it was like Okay, Jackie Chan, Jet Leader are together. They're really making fun of each other a whole lot in this <sighs> film. Um, you had the actress who ended up being, I think, Mulan in the Disney live-action yep. series. Yep. So there's a lot of payoff for mm-hmm. like people to do something greater down the road. Or in the case of Jackie Chan and Jet Li, maybe this is the end of their career. Um, but ultimately, no, I mean, I I found it fun. I, there were obviously things that just irritated the crap out of me in this film. But, but it's one of those things where I can look over it ooh. and I can just have fun with it regardless. <laughs> so that's my no. You take
1: on. and 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 I knew and I knew this, but I really wanted to hear you say it uh, before we did this movie um you're going to be surprised because for myself i ended up (laughs) liking it right away he was like you're going to hate this movie and i jumped in and oh the name of the movie is the forbidden kingdom the jackie chan jet Li 2008 title Um, there are others but they're the like highlights i guess um ultimately anyway um lala what what is your take black marvel girl tell me your take on the forbidden kingdom um well firstly my name is black
3: girl marvel um, just to let, just to put that out there. Um,
1: Did I say that wrong? Yeah. Yes. I am so tired. I am so tired. I apologize.
3: Because everybody does it. Um, uh, I I I think I saw this in the theater some big theater person. Okay. Um. This hit my radar. Like I, I remember seeing trailers. This hit my radar because Jackie Chan and Jet Li and I don't think we've ever seen them in a movie together. I don't think we've seen them in the movie together since, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, it was their first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, was the
3: last. <laughs> um, and I'm a big fan of both of them separately, so I was like, Oh, I gotta mm-hmm. see this. And I like um probably saying his last name wrong, but it's fine. Um, I like Michael Anagon Angarano because he played Jack's son in Will and Grace. So that's like our song. <laughs> And so um, yeah. I was like, you know, and I watched Sky High too, so I was like, oh, okay, he got a movie. And I always laugh at this movie because I feel like uh I really feel like he felt like this movie was gonna put him like it was gonna be stress, fear, you know what I mean? Like this is gonna be the movie that everybody was gonna like take notice because he like got in shape and he but some of those like some of the action he, he actually did himself. Of course, he had a stand. And he did do a lot of the stuff himself, um, and it went nowhere, uh, nowhere. but um, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I don't think it's a bad film because I don't think every film has to be uh, ridiculously cinematic, crazy, or like the greatest story. I still feel like some movies can have like a simple storyline. Maybe you know what's about to happen, but it's entertaining And this film is like super entertaining to me. Like it's funny. Uh, I feel like Jet Li and Jackie Chan were both cast in their roles perfectly. For Jet Li to be like this kooky, like monkey king that's like funny and silly looking, like, <laughs> but it was great. And Jackie Chan being like this drunk, like you yeah. know, lowly type uh, type of thing. Like, it like, but it's all like a fighting style, like, you know, like this kind of back to like his own roots. So like, I certainly enjoyed it. Um, it did fall into the trope of like white people doing kung fu but you know
1: we're right. nah, you know. well okay to that to that point um black marvel girl um see i, I did it again didn't i <laughs> see my brain wants to say marvel girl because of when because I'm of marvel
3: like Look how he said it like he's it this time. And he
1: like didn't. He I love how you razz me no matter what I do. Hey, Captain Salty Dog is here. Let's talk to Captain Salty Dog and change the subject as I embarrass myself for the second time tonight. Maybe, maybe i'll not do that again <laughs> black, girl, just, just. black girl marvel black girl marvel titles under our name no it's really hilarious yeah. is you guys are in my chat right there i can see you and i can you just can read see, it like and that. it's it's yeah. my brain i'm this is called this is called dad brain okay i did just have a baby
3: yeah, yeah. Girl, i think people like the name marvel girl because marvel girl like right people like that so they, they flip it yeah. immediately like you
1: know so but you are saying wow. that you are a black girl who is a marvel and that is a very different than yeah. saying you are a black marvel girl and i appreciate that and i will try my hardest to click this dad brain into gear
0: um there's a catch that if like, like with my name you could say mr marv but you can't just say black girl because then it's like oh uh, you forgot the marvel right but see
3: but yeah. i think but i think also some people don't want to say black girl cuz they think it's like like it's uh, offensive, it's, oh yeah, so
1: huh? like, but it's not.
3: A lot of people, right. say, exactly, it's not. So they'll be like, so they'll say, they'll say, I'm not saying that this is what Cindy's doing, but
1: no, yeah, don't. You're you're good.
3: But like, but like I a lot of people go Marvel Girl. Like they just drop
2: the black, right?
0: And I find that more offensive.
2: I, I do. No, because you I, I you know chose the name, you right? Know, it's like that's my exactly. name. <laughs>
3: exactly. <Like, laughs> Call me by the name that I chose. So like, you the black parts.
0: Because it identifies, them. it almost identifies that they they're uncomfortable saying it. Like, yes. Like, oh, yeah. That's
1: awesome. did you see who showed up in the <laughs> chat there, Lala? Black girl Marvel. Yes! My my wife, Bats McSkelly, has shown up in the chat. She hasn't I been in the chat in awesome. a really really long oh, time. Hey. <laughs> um, and of course, Muncie is here And there's Mickey back. And we had some other TikTokers stop by uh, Maria's here Ray stopped by Sorry, go ahead
3: felt- Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 you know what's funny like it's- i have never had a problem saying your your, your username but like mm-hmm. when i when yeah. i've gone to say your actual name i feel like yeah. I, i'm almost worried that like i'm crossing the line like not keeping the persona so like i have to remember right. sometimes mm-hmm. just to say black girl marvel versus you know saying your actual name because yeah. it's like mm-hmm. you know i want to be mr Marvelite. you know yeah you can call me tony i don't care but that's that's the persona i'm trying to go by but okay. right.
1: that's a fair point if we
0: don't
3: like something like if we're doing something like this it's for me it's interchangeable you can go like black Girl marvel or la la la. it doesn't matter but if i'm yeah. I, if we're, like on social media mm-hmm. social media like a TikTok, tock twitter type of thing just call me like marvel yep i just feel like it's it's easier that way because this is like we're like it's like friends mm-hmm. getting together talking and
0: yeah
1: we're
3: not going to get there and talk and be like oh movie things tell me uh, uh. like you know it's kind of like right yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and just say each other's name so yeah
0: yeah we'll just start calling but you, like, I
3: enjoy this film. For me, when, <laughs> when 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 Tony redeemed, when he redeemed the Forbidden Kingdom, I was super excited because I love I own this film. Yeah, so I love
1: it. So, so I had I had never seen it, and and all the movie things. I do want to get your take on this, but it, what they've said has led me to kind of my take. And if it's okay, I'd like to jump in here. Yeah, no, um, for sure. So. I start this movie and I'm I'm immediately dragging, dreading it because I liked Jackie Chan and Jet Li actually I like Jet Li a lot more than Jackie Chan because he tended to do a more, a more serious kung fu style film and he would really approach it from usually a bad guy perspective or something he had a, a very less goofy approach than Jackie Chan doesn't mean I didn't enjoy some Jackie Chan films but Rumble in the Bronx and that era was kind of when I liked Jackie Chan and then I kind of fell away um, Jet Li a little bit more later especially with like the one and a lot of his more Americanized movies. Uh, I really did enjoy them, but I watched into this just dreading it because I basically stopped watching Kung Fu movies 10 years ago and just kind of all around stopped. I turned on this movie and I'm like, holy crap, this is paying homage to all of both of their films going all the way back to the beginning of their careers. These film, this film is a culmination of basically both of the main characters they played throughout time. Uh, especially the drunken master. Like that's literally three films that Jackie Chan played that very specific, not even that character, but an iteration of that character within the drunken master series, even if he wasn't the exact same character. So everywhere through the whole film was either paying homage to Chinese history, Chinese, uh, mythology and then of course the films that they did and I, I i got a like a gremlins feel i got kind of like a um not Goonies, but another. I got like a never ending story feel, like where you get transferred yeah. into the new world. TMNT is what I got from it. The feeling of the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of a feeling, but in 2008. So, like, I was like, whoa, updated. But yes, I have to admit, Jet Lee as the Monkey King gave. I was giddy. I was like, this is perfect. I was so excited. And I was like, can we just get a Monkey King movie? Just like, just him? I would have been happy with I'm... that. So You didn't
2: really see him. Like...
1: Not enough. And that
2: that kind of character. Yeah.
1: So uh, that's my just initial take. So go ahead, all the movie things. Let's hear it.
2: Um, okay. Mine is probably not as agreeable, but
3: he's gonna gonna destroy this (laughs) film.
2: Not necessarily (laughs) (laughs) um like I first like I I was kind of like not really dreading it you know i was kind of looking forward to i would never seen it before either and also like i have to like the caveat i had just come off of seeing shang chi i was like fresh off of like all the fight sequences from that film and um so i'll talk about the good the good stuff the good stuff obviously jet lee and jackie chan i mean they're I mean, they're even when they're, like, older and, and later in their career, they're still, like, doing the work and just amazing. Yeah, exactly. And um, that fight between the two of them, you know, was really incredible. It was long, too. Like, they really, like, wanted to, like, squeeze as much out of those two as possible in that, in that fight between the two of them. And um, there was a funny tidbit I read about that Jackie Chan said. It was it was probably one of the easiest times he's ever had to like work with someone else in a fight sequence. Like it was just natural with them; and super easy between the two of them, and they had no problem just working. I mean, that just makes sense, you know. Um, yeah, and then, like the the Monkey King thing was great to see Jet Li, you know, play that kind of role. And right off, the, right off the bat, you know, they introduced that kind of like mythology and the backstory of what this is. Um, and I, I like I. Like, really enjoyed that because like jet Li, always as play goes like, mentioned like a pretty serious character in a lot of his other stuff and um so it was just nice to see something different from him um yeah and like the one the big thing i didn't like was the whole like um again this is an older film so it, it was what it was 2008
1: and the, the height whole, of the like, tolerance era basically <laughs>
2: Yeah, like he yeah, like still so this like this white kid coming in to kind of you know kind of be like and he didn't know a lick of like martial arts or anything. It. Yeah, say like I was like, uh, so like that part was really hard. But the thing, another thing too was like he, I felt like he, he wasn't making any of the choices himself. Like I feel like he was just kind of like drug along through this. He was kind of thrown into this and he really wasn't. I felt he wasn't like progressing his own story forward and like Lee Li and Jackie Chan's characters were kind of the ones really driving things along with the golden Sparrow character. I think they were all kind of like really driving things. i um, uh, like, e- even, even near the end, I felt like, Oh, he's not, he's still not making his own decisions. Really. It's kind of just like, it's kind of happening. That's just even
1: the fight uh, about it. Like towards the end yeah. that he got in, didn't feel i i I hear you
2: yeah i yeah i felt like like it like things just like were like happenstance like he wasn't actually the one driving things you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and granted there's a lot of characters going on so they all have to have their own kind of like stories to tie off you know and everything but um yeah so this film was like just okay for me um but there's definitely some great fun bits in it i mean yeah like it's been mentioned before well what was that How dare you say
1: this? (laughs) So let me, let me, I want to put all of your minds at ease real quick because I too noticed that, that, you know, that the person of color trope, that, that hero trope that we all have been seeing lately. And I really didn't like it. So I looked and I was like, what is this? And I found out if you read both Jackie Chan and Jet Li were asked, would you like to have a Chinese uh, student or Chinese lead uh, in the movie? And they both said, heck no, we want a white kid. So chew on that. However, you want to deal with that, yeah. whatever that means to you. But they both were like, "No, we really want this to be a Western movie." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I, I mean so. I have no problem with that if that's what they chose. It's still right. true
1: right? Yeah, no, no agree, yeah, bothers yeah. me too. Yeah,
3: you know, whole thing. Yeah. But um, it, like like I said, I like the actors. So it was it was like, a- <laughs> oh, yeah. but I will say right. that thing I don't like about this film is that he doesn't get called out for getting uh, um. Hop shot. He doesn't get called up for. Like he gets him shot because you you get beat up. Like I always laugh because because to, to me this was when writing was like so so like people didn't really put too much into writing or stories or things like that like the whole thing because mm-hmm. you got beat up and then you went to commit a crime with the people that beat you up. <laughs> Just get beat that up is- again. And to be a good person. So yeah. I get it, the story could progress if you didn't do this, but you got somebody that like essentially not gonna say he loves you but like you guys have a good rapport yeah exactly got him shot I mean you came back and he's gonna live because obviously he's the immortal that we see you
2: know yeah Yeah. yeah
3: He's like did you return it back to the owner he's like yeah and he's like you're the man I'm no, are you got me
1: shot. <laughs> you got me shot it would still hurt uh, yeah. And, and, yeah you know that's and like... nothing's
3: gonna happen to you like I get it like it's it's it was just that's I don't I don't like it when people don't get when consequences are real in films mm-hmm. like they just want you to be right. like the other side of the of the like protagonist whatever and it's like mm-hmm. I don't mind on his side because he's a little he's a little lowly and like he gets beat up and
1: you don't like '80s films? That's their trope. I,
3: love <laughs> I know, but I, the thing I love '80s
1: films. <laughs> <but laughs> like, the uh, 80s.
3: '80s genre type of thing, and if I'm getting into the '2000s, it's getting better writing and things like that. Like we shouldn't get that type of story in 2008. I feel, but but that's what was happening at right that time.
1: Yeah. yeah i would say between like 2001 yeah. and 2010 the the movie industry said what can we do and they just did whatever they wanted because there was no accountability even for anyone on any level at that point it was like the the heyday of everything anyway we can we can move away from that so um you've rewatched this movie mr marvelite and you've you've come to some new conclusions or you feel kind of the same way you did about it before well-
0: same way. it's still a guilty pleasure for me. I'm just gonna say it that way. Um, it, it's one of those things where it's—I don't feel that guilty, but because you know, I feel a little guilty because sometimes I, I wonder if I encourage other people to watch it, I'm gonna ruin a, ran- a friendship. But um, the, you know, the, I will say the couple things that did really kind of bit pop out to me. Um, they really tried to play the monk not being the monkey king, and everybody being surprised when he became a hair of the monkey king and like <laughs> yeah. it was the most non surprise surprise place at the end like like he
3: looks no, exactly it's like the him. Same oh, yeah, guy. yeah I was like Let's,
0: what he's playing yeah. two people like it's oh, really it's a,
3: Man effect it's a superman effect
0: like i got a curl and you can't
1: tell it's <laughs> yeah oh, okay we can go can into superman that. i i uh, anyway sorry i have arguments that go for superman but that's that's but okay.
0: i will say something you know you mentioned superman i feel like superman's a jerk because basically clark kent is what he thinks of us as being this
1: superhuman being.
0: <laughs> the best way to be a normal right. human this is, is, is like clumsy. Normal human like. but that's oh, yeah.
1: what i mean imagine if you were you know I guess he's perfect in a, in the physical sense, like, as far as the upper levels of everything you could do, I guess, but it would be hard to walk around like that and see people falling to pieces, and you'll outlive them for, I don't know, it just seems... Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Well, I, would, then, I would do it, too, I
2: guess. The other thing, too, is, like, he's lived on Earth, like, for a long time. He knows <laughs> you know, he knows how we are, how, you know, mortals our Earthlings are, so it's like but he chose this, like, persona to to yeah. go with instead, you know?
3: I'm going to yeah. look at it in a certain way. Like, I do get what Mr. Marlott is saying, and it is, like, for, for real, Clark, your parents, your parents are human. Like, for real. Like, come on, like, like you were raised by
0: humans, dude. Right. Part
3: of also yeah, just be
0: like, a country bumpkin.
3: Exactly. Yeah, me <laughs> also feels like he essentially does not want to be noticed. Yeah. And Heard nobody notices... A nerd that's always like doing something that, mm-hmm. like if you're dis- and if you do notice him you're dismissive
2: of him oh yeah so no, a, a yeah.
3: wow it's like yeah except for now nerd, a great like,
2: what are you hiding <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the horror movies doing that to you Marvelite. that's what that is no
2: she she brings up a great point because that's that's like we dismiss that kind of thing and and it makes it awkward for others to be around that kind of person so they want to like separate themselves from that you
1: know yeah no yeah if if you feel awkward for a person you want to leave the situation like as soon as possible okay i basically feel like (laughs) ultra's killing at the beginning of iron man 3 right no that's a very good (laughs) point he that's his persona not as not as deep but Still the same yeah, concept, yeah. so let's let's yeah. just be clear: Superman is a hell of a character, so much so that he can jump right in the middle of a movie discussion and take right over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, he, he doesn't need help, no. exactly.
2: No. exactly. Because, yeah, this
0: so, is I'm
1: super interesting, you're super jerk because,
0: so.
2: <laughs> because
3: all the movie things brought up. Wait, was it all, did you bring up Killian, right? I think, like, uh, Aldrich Killian from
2: Marvelite, Mr. Marvelite, yeah.
3: yeah, okay, so. To me like i wish that they would have made um 84's barbara that bad <laughs> like he had like the comb over he was like on a, he was limping he was he just looked sad and wonder woman 84's is like barbara just looked like she did a makeover like, there was nothing like oh <laughs> um, like, she
1: so a makeover yeah, yeah, yeah. That's- <laughs> so Maria said in the right. in the chat, she was like, "But how can he be a nerd? Look at him!" And that's if you're looking yeah, at Cavill. Know. If you're looking at Cavill, I agree, he's a built like man's man's man, right? Like, but if you look at Reeves, Reeves did a great job. The yeah. way he was Clark Kent was brilliant. Like he Rouse he played both too. sides. No, like no, but
3: if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be real honest. Reeves is a good-looking man. Brandon Routh, like no, I haven't met that's a true. Superman they've cast.
2: I, they yeah, that, that's now, fair.
3: There are some, like the Dean Cain's and the Henry Cavill's of the world, just like ridiculously, like like you gonna notice that nerd in the suit with glasses. You gonna notice them, but I feel like I haven't met an ugly Superman, so I feel like I feel like it's a, like it's the persona of that. You don't look at nerdy people. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is something they have to kind of change because nerd is in now. It's the age of the geek, baby. You know, like, so like, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to not, not notice. Like, I'm, I, I mean, I consider myself a nerd, but like, if I, I like glasses, I like when a person is nice and down to her. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, I,
1: So you're his lowest, like you would be his lowest, like, in a, a sense, spicy, so <laughs> do you do you misspell every word? Because that's definitely one of her tropes. So
3: <laughs> I <laughs> love that's one of her tropes. If she wants to be a journalist and she misspells words.
1: Yep, but scary. she doesn't let it stop her. Yeah. She pushes anyway. Oh. So, uh, okay, so we. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: let, me, let, me let me say this. Let me say this real
2: quick.
1: right, and this this is
0: something that's always bothered me about Superman and everything. Because when you look at like the comic books, or you look at like Henry Cavill, they, they 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 cast this guy with the exception of Christopher Reeve and brandon roth um that he's extremely muscular and there's all these rippling muscles and he's got this you know this physique but would it not be that it, but clark kent being or kal being an alien from another planet where the yellow sun actually gives him his powers that he would have been more of a body type like peter parker where he didn't have to have rippling muscles right his power would have been because of the fact of his absorption of, of yellow radiation which would right. then would, which would then cause him to be more powerful but we have these guys that it almost like it's it's almost laughable that they have these muscles but they can still pick up all of these big but things but they don't need them <laughs> but the science well, they yeah. don't need them he could be this skinny kid yeah. which he yeah. is as a child picking up trucks blame all this other stuff
1: Blame 80s comics and, and 90s comics, man, because before that, they were all drawn like regular type folk. And then all of a sudden, the 70s, 80s and Frank Miller came along and people got bloated chests and you get animated Superman and Batman where it's like the waist is like, you know, that big I love playing
3: those, but I feel like that still tracks regardless of being an alien or not, because even on his home planet, he would have just been like a normal person. So if he worked the field
2: in his home planet, he would have built those. He would have developed,
1: but but yeah, his yeah. dad was a scientist.
0: But you would build muscles As from exerting yourself and challenging your muscle, your muscle density, or your your muscle. Your you you work out and you you build resistance. But if you're on Earth and nothing is too is too too big for you, how are you really building up that type of physique? It'd be like you carrying like, like it's, five it's pound like, bars all the time. You're going to get definition, like but you're a not going I bulk. Like
3: it's a combination of. Him like just working and like not, not he's not overly exerting himself, but he's still is exerting himself. And the power of the sun together, which gives him his body. Like I'm, hmm. like, I'm, I'm just a friend mine, But I wouldn't have minded another animated. Which which animated is it? Flashpoint paradox, where it's like a like they kept him hidden. He was like, a really really skinny um, Superman. Like he can like know his parents. Like they like other like, like Russians or somebody found him or something.
2: But he oh, was the stupid. red red oh, yeah, sun yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah that
3: red side. He was like really, really skinny. He was like really
2: really yeah.
3: skinny and yeah. like oh, but just like I actually wouldn't mind seeing a less physique Clark Kent. Like honestly, I wouldn't mind it.
0: Right, bro. Just
3: to see how that will go. <laughs> because would people still love him if he wasn't like if people people still admire that he's saving old right. and he's hit and saving cats and picking off all those kind of stuff. If he's not
1: like muscular with a curl, you know what I mean? That's what yeah. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love
0: the old, that. The old, the old Superman television shows. Whenever they they run out of bullets, they throw the gun, and that was when he dodged it. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say this: I find it I find it completely unfair that this alien comes to this planet and he. Is out in the far field working and he's absorbing yellow radiation. He becomes a su- super physique guy. I go out and do the same thing and I end up with melanoma in a, in a case of a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. So, regardless, you know, a huge tan on my
3: forehead. Look.
1: Oh, Oh, Captain Salty Dog, thank (laughs) you for the bits. That's so nice of you, sir. We are going to get to your movie here in just a minute because I don't think we're going to spend a ton more time on the Forbidden Kingdom. Uh, (laughs) I think the conversation shifted away pretty quickly. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and rate it? Let's go ahead and rate this film and move on. Ah, Smash Brothers, hello. And I uh I just want to cover just hellos to everybody. Uh call me by this name Maria. That's a very difficult name to remember. Uh Ray Ray Wu is here. We've got uh I see a lot of us Captain in the chat. We've got Silverbrand, we've got our, Muncie, we've got Smash Bros. Camp. Dylan. He's not talking. He's just lurking. Oh, you shouldn't call people out. Don't call people out. Let them lurk. Let them lurk quietly. My- oh, okay. He's so just my Stanley Pop. No, we see you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Superman returns. The uh, Brand anyway. version
3: is one of my favorite versions. Uh, so I'm with a uh, cell phone, Molly Keys on that <laughs> yeah, one. A lot of people does not like the Brandon Raoul version, <laughs> but that film made me cry. Like I got cried. Mm-hmm. on that film when they were, were like parts, parts up, but the
1: story was, like, was terrible <laughs> <laughs> he said there were great
0: parts were great parts of the film but the overall like plot i thought was horrible
3: oh it here's the thing it could have been done a little bit better and i i don't but to, to me the biggest issue of that film is the fact that i didn't like lois lane kate bosworth is lois
1: She's better than Amy Adams as Lois Lane. That's just me,
3: though. Hey! <laughs> um, actually, I prefer Amy over Kate, and that's no offense to Kate, but she just didn't have like that that, that snappy, strong type of Lois feel for me.
1: Yeah, it wasn't and like Margot Kidders yeah. Kidder is yes. Lois, but that's just me. Yeah. yeah. And I
3: wanted, like, I wanted to have... like Because I like Brandon Routh as Superman, but I feel like if you don't have a good Superman and a good Lois, your film is going to go down, because they're a pair. Yeah. And they don't yeah. believe their love. I didn't get it. Like mm-hmm. the best thing she no, did totally. was pass out when the plane landed. That was the best thing she did. She could have stayed asleep. Yeah. And
0: I just have like, to say yeah, this yeah. for the fact that I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Eric Durant Erica Durant's in um Smallville was a good Lois
2: Lane as well. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, totally.
3: Yeah. 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 I love Honestly, she's one of the best. She's one of the best
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let's do a vote. Not very smart. (laughs) Let's do a Let's do a a vote or not a vote, but a review on these. And of course, as always, uh, we're going to carry over some traditions from the previous shows to this one. And we will do what are, kid self or roughly 12 year old self would have think of this film uh, and of course if you saw it at 12 that's another thing to consider uh, and then what you think now uh, and we're going to go um, with Black Girl Marvel first look at that I got it right nailed it <laughs>
3: right,
1: right. Hey. oh you hour babysitting every time you get my name great. Oh, my <laughs> I'll get a jar <laughs> a little IOUs in there <laughs> A hundred is a ticket to um, anyway, sorry, go ahead.
3: What was this what was his Forbidden Kingdom? Yeah, okay. Yes. Me and I rate this film, I'll give it a solid seven point five. Solid seven point five. Because even though the plot wasn't that like it wasn't like a brain trust of a plot, um <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Jackie Chan and um, and Jet Lee to me worth a draw. They're the only reason I'll, like I didn't go over the plot. Oh
2: yeah.
3: To, and they didn't disappoint me, right? So right. But overall 7.5. Um watched it way too many times to count, but it's 7.5. Um oh, wow. Uh 12-year-old me probably give this like an eight. Please be a little bit further up because mm-hmm. 12-year-old me would be like, I like the prosthetics that was on uh gently, Li, like even as a kid. To me, it still holds up now. If you watch it, like it's not like overly like bad, like even the crossing tiger, Hidden dragon, like, moments which still are still pretty good and hold up. So I would, yeah. like, 12-year-old me would probably be super excited for this. And it was, like, a female, even though I can't identify with her, but um, still, like, women, when they do good things, when, they, when they're, they like, holding their own, and she died on her own Right. And that,
1: mm-hmm, yeah, even mm-hmm.
3: if, so, 12-year-old me, eight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Marvelite. Like,
3: uh, Mr.
0: Okay, so uh, overall the film gets a solid five. I give it a plus one for the fact that Jet Li and um, uh, Jackie Chan um, end up fighting over uh michael angarano and end up beating him up in the process yes. I, give it another plus, <laughs> I give it another plus one for Jet Li King on uh Jaggi chan uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um I and i did I, and it was like that it was like that i'll give it like a point two for the um the the ending his bow work at the end as they're leaving him from the uh. rooftop i just thought that was cool uh. it made me want more of an actual good movie with him but you know that's just how it is um, so I say seven point two is my is my uh, is my strong. As a kid, I I would have loved
1: this. It would have been it would have been a nine at least. So a nine as a kid. Okay, okay. All right. How about you? All the movie things. What is your rating right. of Forbidden Kingdom? Um, today it's probably about a six.
2: Um, and <laughs> and, uh, and Lala made a good point of like you know. Jackie Chan and Jilly are the draw, for sure. And, like, there was actually a fun little thing I I read about, like, the original trailer that was put out there showed too much of... The um mm-hmm. young actor first and yeah. people were like in an uproar right so they <laughs> quickly gathered themselves and made nobody a new trailer. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, nobody, exactly nobody is. Like,
3: even in the credits in the beginning it it says Jet Lee and Jackie Chan first.
2: You're
3: right. Everybody else's name and then it says with Michael.
1: Yeah. And he's also not on the cover. <laughs>
2: Exactly. But he's Yeah. He's only, like, nobody cares. Like nobody knows. But he's is. supposed to be the protagonist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. He's a so, vessel for Jet yeah. Li and Jackie Chan.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And um exactly. so, yeah, six. Yeah. You know, if I was I saw this when I was 12, which um I probably would have liked it much more. Probably would have been like an eight right
1: there captain and eight when you were a kid that makes sense captain jet lee jackie (laughs) chan and and the the other other guy guy. (laughs) yeah basically i I I wouldn't
3: have minded if that was the name of the film
1: that would have been possibly and then subtitled the "The forbidden kingdom exactly Or
0: Jack Lee, Jackie Chan, and the other guy in the Forbidden Kingdom.
1: In the yeah, Forbidden Kingdom. Like, or me. go to, they take a trip to the Forbidden yeah. anyway. Kingdom. Um, yeah, I didn't like Literally, the way he, Chan, f- he just fell off the freaking roof into the Forbidden Kingdom and had to like oh. wing it. That bugged me a bit. There were definitely things about this movie yeah. that definitely bothered me that would lower the rating. I liked, I liked Marvelite's approach, the like, you know, role-playing approach where he's like, okay, your standard base is a five and you get a plus one for this ridiculous comment <laughs> and this scene. I like that. So, so if I started at a five, I would have to start subtracting with all the negative things I'm thinking right now. But I, the Monkey King brings it back. Uh, the Seeing the two of them fight and then reading the behind the scenes stuff, there was some pretty interesting things about that experience for them that I thought was pretty cool. I do like looking into these kinds of films. Um I didn't watch I was working at Hollywood Video when this came out and I got to see the cover every single day for a while. Um mm-hmm. cuz it was one of those movies that had like a half shelf. It didn't even fill the, you know, cuz a new one would get a full full like a big, you know, ho- like a uh, summer blockbuster. Uh anyway, by the time it got to the other end of the thing where it's down to like two Tapes, I was just like, I don't ever want to watch that movie because I kept staring at the cover. I don't know if anybody's ever worked in the theater or worked uh, in a video store, but you just get that sense that I just don't care about these movies because I've seen the cover too many times, but it's a weird thing. Um, that's why I never saw it. Ultimately, I, I still want to give this an eight just because of the way it ties back to everything. And we can talk about the political nature of everything we discussed uh, before the show. And, you know, all that's – it is what it is, and I and I hate that. But at the same time, these are films in history at this point, and so we have to view them from that perspective um, to, to a big degree. Hey, I worked at Hollywood and Regal as well. That's awesome. Uh, and Cinemark, and I worked way too many places. We don't need to go into it. Um, my kid self probably wouldn't have liked this movie as much because of the the jump fighting, the fly fighting. I hate that in most movies. Um, I did not like crouching tiger hidden dragon for that reason. It drove me insane to watch these people fly fight in a way that did not work. It did not. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, By the way, I did want to start a challenge since we're on the subject. Um, If you guys can manage to muster some ridiculous number, not to be determined yet of subscriptions to this Twitch account, I will put myself through the ringer and watch the room, which I have never seen oh god <laughs> have you not watched the room on principle oh, oh Lalo on principle, hasn't seen it too it oh the numbers have doubled so in order to get the two of us to watch it you're gonna have to really jump up those subscriptions right, first off, so first
0: i've off, never you seen need, it as you well need to see, oh! need to see it. how am i the only one in this group that's seen
2: <laughs> it? i've seen it multiple times in a theater that's that's the where. okay oh uh, so, uh,
1: that's awesome
2: like you have to see it in the theater like the experience of it in a theater is non- unlike any other you're going to experience it's hilarious like I'm sorry it's it's just stands the test of time and it's just no. you know walking into it it's terrible
1: to be clear we're not talking about the Brie Larson film right we are talking
2: <laughs> no,
1: I'm kidding I Ryan it. I know I know okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, somewhere that like like, uh, Brian got <laughs> <stuff. laughs> not only did he slap his leg, but it's like
0: profanity like just out came the out the window. The window. <laughs> but, you, mean, you gotta understand, you guys. Like, got it. Like, I'm sorry, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's
2: so, it. so good. Oh
0: man, so 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Yes, okay. So, here's so the bad.
1: thing let me explain real quick before because I want you guys to be able to talk Probably about Shang-Chi saw, really. really. So, this is there's a reason I never okay. saw it. So the same reason I didn't watch Forbidden Kingdom, there was this. I saw the cover every day, right? So I worked at a video game store where it was um, think of it as like Empire Records, but for video games. So like it was like the smelly version of Empire Records. No offense to nerds, but it was just the reality of what it is. And that smell, yeah. It it, this there was there was a pungent odor in a video game store. We had to spray all the time, but that's not the point. The point was we were like Empire Records, very free floating, got to do what we wanted, and kind of just make sure the store was held down and sell it stuff. It was very clerks or empire records, if you will. But the guys I worked with were all very uh, quirky, uh, if you will, uh, in various ways like me, but probably quirkier. And one of them loved the room. And I, on principle, had to stand <laughs> against it. And then I sort of unwi- on oh, wow. No, no, hold on it, it it, it, it it, here. It, it, it built from there, but then eventually I'd see a clip here or a clip there, or they would tell me lore or they would tell me how much people loved it. And I, I don't like bad movies for the purpose of bad. Like if they, I don't know. It's weird. Like I love army of darkness and evil dead too, but there's, there's a, there's a sense of it. They did right in that film. So it's okay. But in the room, it's all wrong. So like, why am I going to waste my time? I don't know you're going to make yeah. me watch that movie and I'm going to scoff yeah. at the whole thing and hate it and then rip it to shreds. So I'm forewarning you. That's likely to happen.
2: That's the that's the thing though. I mean, look, the, look at the scores. It's got a three, but you don't watch it because you're going to watch some cinematic excellence. Like, unlike you've ever seen, you know what I mean? Like the story behind the room is really what is more, which is why they made, you know, the film about the making of it. So
1: I thought I'd give background at least anyway. Go well, L- yeah. Lala. Go ahead. Oh yeah, Yeah.
3: I just wasn't interested in seeing it. I'm like, okay. I, I was like, I didn't know what it was. All I remember is right. what I do with dark hair and glasses and like people like it being plastered like all over like my Facebook. And like, <laughs> I was I was like when, when there's a mass appeal for something that's not Marvel, I I just be like, all right, like I don't really pay. I'm just like, this podcast. Gotcha. Like yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'll get to it one day because okay? yeah. it's just, it was yeah. like a crazy.
1: Like Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the same thing. So, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, there's a theater in Portland here that shows it once a month, and it's always packed, like, every month. And the thing is, like, people throw spoons, like, people yell out things at the screen.
1: So they do the Rocky Horror Picture Show thing.
2: Yeah, it's basically like Rocky Horror Picture Show experience, and it's it's awesome. You have to go see it in a theater if you can, but yeah
1: all right anyway. <laughs>
2: it's good well, I, I love
0: it bits. You know, you, So you see you don't watch movies bad movies for the sake of watching a bad movie have you ever seen okay. rubber
1: that i'm interested <laughs> in seeing only because of the premise and that's all i want i don't want anybody to tell me any more than i already know about the film other than i should watch it okay which one what filming you- rub rubber the one rubber. about the tire
2: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah rubber oh my god um I had forgotten all I've about the movie until either, I but... saw a
0: TikTok recently. I've watched yeah. the whole movie. I've watched it from start to finish. And I didn't realize what I was watching. And after it was over, I probably still didn't, but after like letting it ruminate for a while, I was glad I did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah.
1: So um, Silverbrand.
2: Rubber is amazing.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, Silverbrand, you can post a link um if it's a I mean, I generally don't let people post links, but I know who you are, and if you want to put it in there, go for it. It just needs to be... Yeah, Straw Hat. Related.
0: Yeah, because he had a crap camera, so he was... Yeah,
1: yeah. Straw Hat has not been on my FYP lately. It's really weird. That's beside the point. Um, So, uh, we should move on to that other movie so you guys can have a chance to talk about uh, Shang-Chi, because I do want you to. So we're going to move on to the movie, The Last... Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel with an all star cast and Vin Diesel. So, um, <laughs> this was uh oh, oh I'm sorry, everybody, yeah, uh, <clears throat> sorry, posturize, get get posture checked. Um, Kiss Meets the Phantom,
0: or we could just say oh. Vin Diesel's best movie
1: so far. I don't know, Pitch Black is pretty good, <laughs> but anyway, uh, and okay, he's also yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy okay i don't really count
3: that <laughs> i mean i feel like all his movies where it's like where's as where we actually see him on film are very similar yeah because he yeah. plays them one notes there's no differentiation between like how he speaks so he's always beating people up for the most part like he doesn't do anything different not to say yeah. i don't enjoy.
2: yeah
3: and you're like one note or stereo anything like that like i it, i don't mind that but it's it's
1: let me let me say this about All the right. last one chapter. Oh, sorry. Diesel <laughs> Yeah. The audio cut. I apologize. I did I thought you had finished. Um I want to say this one thing about this film and and I think as soon as I say this you guys are going to go, "Oh, why didn't they do that?" If you take Vin Diesel out of this film, change nothing, change no dialogue, change no scenes, change nothing, but replace him with Carl Urban, you have a, at least an 8 or a 9. Mm-hmm.
3: You but you have priest essentially.
1: No, but just the
2: d- these lines. Funny. Anyway, you mentioned priest. It's funny you mentioned What's priest because one of the one of the screenwriters wrote priest on this film
1: that that film. So basically, just topic-
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. There's another film. Like they, did, they also did one of the underworld films. Oh no, the later ones. So oh, no. So they're all like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially it's priest funny. then. Just priest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally. So I, I don't yeah. know. Warn you guys, which is. Pre- in
0: prepping for this movie, I was doing a little bit of research. Vin Diesel came out in 2020 and stated that they are in the works for a uh, last- It's time. already on
1: IMDb. Yep. Yeah, it
3: is for I'm here for- Why? Why? I'm here for- because I feel like these films deserve a place in media. Like I, I just do, because I feel like everything can be Oscar worthy. Everything, like you need a Sharknado in the bunch, is what I'm saying. Like. <laughs>
0: Just they call that Fast and the Furious. furious. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Start furious, with cars yeah. at this point. But I
3: feel like we need it because yeah. I feel like I'm not going into a Vin Diesel film and being like, I'm about to watch a Cinematic Genius. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: No, yeah. We need yeah. date films. We do. People got to go make out of the theater. It makes sense.
3: You know what? I know it's going to be like high octane. I know to has some good action. Maybe a couple yeah. of quilts is funny. And. That's all you need. Sometimes I don't need to have to really pay attention to a plot, even though, even though The Last Witch Hunter would be a great television show and not a good movie. If this was a step by step of him, like he I can literally that. be like yeah. case case. an immortal witch hunter mm-hmm. that goes around saving witches from themselves. That's a great.
2: Movie. Like, so you mean you
0: mean there's an immortal and like killing other like supernatural characters? Wasn't that called
1: Highlander? There can be only one witch hunter.
0: But
3: yeah,
1: can we also, talk about
3: <laughs> but I like the world that the last witch hunter kind of set up? Like you because you brought in modern times, all witches aren't created evil. There are some bad ones. You know, mm-hmm. you get you team like it's a to me, it's like a typical yeah. trope. An immortal teams up with an enemy, but bad and they go around their own in the world. So yeah. To me mm-hmm. it some movies are better as TV shows, and this would have been better if if, if it could be longer just broken up in a series like i think it'd be better as
2: like a 10 episode than a film you can see that taken in smaller chunks mm-hmm.
1: then we have episodes for no reason though with filler although they've been doing more of the 10 episode thing lately on television which is I good mean, but i think
2: i i could kind of, i could totally see it like smallville you know where like they had the freak of the week <laughs> kind of thing you know what i mean like
1: that's what every show did yes, with regular kind of- television <laughs>
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. So
0: and then the finales were yeah, the ones that correspond to the main storyline.
1: Exactly. Right. X Files is yeah. the worst at it. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about how this movie yeah, we opens. I'll talk
0: about X Files. I'm just gonna say it right
1: now. <laughs> we, we don't have to. So let's talk <laughs> about how this movie opens.
0: Ruined me. <laughs> oh ruined never seen
1: You should watch it. It's a good show.
0: So I do not watch X Files like on principle.
1: <laughs> oh no. I watched <laughs> We I need watch more it. subscriptions.
0: I, I'm gonna say For this. Principle. I watched the uh, the episode with the cockroaches. And I was, it was, it was during the summer. I was in my room. I had a TV in my room. I was a privileged kid, you know, whatever. Um, And so I'm sitting there watching the scene and I did not realize that X-Files like to mess with you. And so while I'm sitting there watching the scene where there's this dialogue between, I think Mulder and Scully, there is this cockroach that like crawls on the screen and then goes up out of the, out of the picture. Like it's crawling on your screen. I cleaned my entire room that night without stop i was up until four in the morning cleaning my room because i could not find that cockroach and it was not until i watched me rerun and i saw that it was on this i was so mad i'm so mad
1: it's a good show so let's talk about the opening let's talk about the opening of this movie where when they show vin diesel with the long hair and the like viking look for just the very first moment yeah i was like what movie did i just walk into the middle of like immediately that's like, what i, was I thought it. yeah i was like yeah, man exactly. but it didn't feel yeah, yeah. like a regular cold open where it like leads yeah. you like it was like we moved right to the epic moment like we found the tree and i'm like did i miss something i, I mean i can understand it but when v it, again if carl urban had showed up i would have been like yeah but because it was in diesel i went nah lame so that's just me. I I, I want to give him a chance. I do like him in a lot of things, but this was not his role. He dragged this movie down, unfortunately. Taking
3: a film, taking a film uh, about uh, about like being in the past.
1: Right? Oh yeah, yeah.
3: We could have been about, like being back then, like leading up to like him stabbing her and him living forever type of thing. Like I could have took a whole movie of that, but it's mm-hmm. bending the- and they can't put him in like makeup and stuff or
2: yeah or whatever.
3: For or chronology. him trying to have an
1: accent. You gotta,
3: he's gotta anything, make yeah. it modern so he can be comfortable. <laughs> so <it's Yeah>.
1: great. <laughs> his baby his...
3: make it modder. Wow.
1: his best role to this I mean, day is still saving private Ryan, and he's in it for a short period of time and has his, like <laughs> six like lines. Darkness. He's got like six yeah. lines. it's like but th- there's heart in his in his voice and his lines in that movie again, probably because the director helped come was you know bring that up. Family. but he was actually he was like, "Get this letter to my mom, so anyway yeah, uh it, it family. he's good. uh so what did you guys uh think of the last witch hunter? um Brian, let's start with you.
2: okay. Uh, this is super fresh. I watched it right before we started this show. Um Yeah, and it's a, yeah. it's another one where it's like bits of it were kind of cool. It it's it relied a lot on like some CG stuff. Um I I, I like what Lala is talking about. Like there was there could be like some serious potential. You know, I didn't I didn't think about it that way at first, but um yeah, there's some bits like there's there's a lot of predictable stuff. Like I was kind of like calling things out as it was going. Like I knew I knew like um uh um, well, his name is escaping me, his uh Elijah Dolan. Wood. Elijah Wood, yes, thank you. I kind of predicted like Elijah Wood was gonna have that, you know, turn. Um and yeah, it just wasn't uh, it was probably about as strong as the Forbidden Kingdom. I'd say. Um, I think maybe, which is crazy. Is that?
3: <laughs> 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 you got like a sixty-something on, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and the last one got... Like,
2: That's true. Good. Yeah. No. That. The, yeah. This one I was, was like, okay. like ripped apart. Yeah. Yeah. I probably. Yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, <laughs> this. This one wasn't doing it for me, either. Um, and there's the, the whole like premise behind like, okay, like a curse can be. Like lifted if you kill the witch that you know, that you know put the spell on you or that cursed you. Yeah, whatever spell can be broken if you kill the witch that made the spell. And so they kinda had a little thing where it's like, Oh, she's not, you know, the the witch queen or whatever, you know, has not really been dead. The kind of you know, because of her heart still. So she's not fully dead, which is like okay because because i was thinking about that the whole time i'm like wait a minute she's she's supposed to be so that was kind of bugging me through the whole movie like she's dead so he shouldn't be immortal and blah blah blah. so that kind of was like this loose end that they was like uh oh but we have this you didn't see this coming did you kind of thing where i was like oh come on that was it just felt like a stretch for me for that to be like this is the reason why he is immortal kind of thing so
1: that was less of a stretch than his sword that he kept sticking in the ground and having the flame hit the handle over and over and over. And then he'd pick it back up and fight with it before he was immortal, by the way. Yeah. Mr. Marvelite. Let's hear what you think about the last witch hunter. There were, there were some good
0: concepts in this film that I, I I felt at least made it tolerable to watch through it's not one of my favorites and it's one of those things where I've watched it and I think I think it was on television once and I couldn't find anything because I don't know what it is we have over 800 900 channels of television now and then sometimes all you can watch is something like this um, <laughs> you know it's either it's either this or watching that my 600 pound life and I don't want to know what my future holds um, and so'm I'm, I'm sitting here looking at this um, um this this movie and there are some concepts in this um in the plot that are kind of interesting if you're going to have an immortal witch hunter you know the idea that he's collected witch hunting tools around you know he's figured out how certain things work um like he he even uses like certain tests in um and identifying witches and stuff like that, he would obviously be feared amongst those within the witchcraft community. Um, and so these 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 beings are, you know, obviously scared and sweet. They know who he is. He's like their he's like their babiaga. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and so right. you've got this, you've got this, you've got this world that's built around him, but I feel like he was really underutilized. And at yeah. the same time, they're burning it down around him at the same time, like, oh, it's all culminating to this one big thing, but then it's not really. Because if he learned anything, he means, oh, well, all witches are bad, you know. It's like mm-hmm. there are they're like normal people like us too, except they can do some horrific things. And you know, it's like it's like okay. <laughs> The misunderstood I don't like I don't like when it's like oh the villains are just misunderstood and you know if you you know you didn't kill them all then they wouldn't you wouldn't have a problem with them and that's not necessarily the case in this um, it's like it, it, he he was more of the 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 scary guy that and they when they get out of line he kills them um, whereas it, it would have been interesting to see him being utilized by the church to to kind of just police those out. individuals. There is this this piece that has been built and instead of him terrorizing, you know, that that entire group of individuals, like he's policing them and they they kind of come to terms with that. I think the fear was was understandable. Um, I, I think it was interesting to think that he was, you know, immediately trusting of this one girl to do all these things. And then like he pursues her and offers to pay off. You know, it, it was it was just interesting. Right. And then, But I, again, like I said, there are there are great ideas within this um to make the bigger world but it still felt very small in how they showed it so that that was my take on it that's kind of where i came from and yes the the elijah wood the plot twist was obvious i felt like i felt like the reason why he wanted to be his like his handler was too Mm -hmm. easily clean cut there had to be a problem there
2: right oh yeah yeah i was like okay
1: it's a one-dimensional film i didn't think they were going to hide anything from us and the best they did was hide yeah. the heart and it was barely hidden
2: <laughs> it, it almost felt like a a bad blade film hmm. like like it was it was like blade so, yeah
1: blade trinity blade
2: trinity <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: with, yeah with ryan reynolds <laughs> almost saved that film
2: almost I feel like he, yeah i feel like he kind of saved it a little bit i mean
1: if he had had a bit more yeah. screen time, he would have saved that movie. <laughs> so they didn't give him enough. I don't think we give Ryan Reynolds a little bit too credit. I, he, I do. Felt, he, he would have, do. have saved that film. He That's
2: wasn't filmed down. Back, no. back then, no.
1: No. no. Anywho, Black Girl Marvel, do you want to give your full take on uh, The Last Witch Hunter? Because I'm just going to keep tearing this movie apart. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> Another hour in the jar. Um, I
1: Thank
3: you. All right. Okay, see, I. I've seen this film already. I saw it when it kind of came out. I, like, I think it was one of those like it became like a free movie somewhere, and I was like, "All right, it's sci-fi, and I like like witches and stuff." Like, like I'm gonna watch it, and so I knew everything that was happening. So we rewatch. I was like, "Let me watch it again because I didn't right. watch it since the first time it came out." So, um, uh, like I said before, when I see Vin Diesel, I'm not going into like this is gonna be like. A mental game I'm about to play with this movie. Like, I know it's gonna be very straightforward, it's gonna be very, the plot is not gonna be heavy because sometimes this is, I'm about to disrespect Vin Diesel so hard, and I really don't mean I don't mean
1: Vin, she doesn't mean this. She doesn't mean this. Yeah, I know you're watching.
3: I, <laughs> I, I really don't, and I, I wouldn't mind working with him on that. Him, but I feel right. like, oh, yeah, I feel like he doesn't understand like heavy plots, so nobody gives him heavy plots. Because I mean, even in Guardians of the Galaxy, Brun just I am Groot. Like, he just, like. like
0: <laughs> oh, well, hold on. Hold on. Listen, I'm going to give him a lot of hate, but he, like, there's a whole script for Groot in that, and I think that he right. did a good job, like, conveying no, the. I, listen,
3: I'm not saying he didn't do the job. I'm just saying it's very straightforward. But he does. Voice I think, is very cool because he has, to do, like, different takes and different levels, and, and I'm not saying he doesn't have a hard job. That, but again, a lot of his things that he does are very simple or very, like, straightforward. But. For me, the last one chapter was like, it had moments where it was very enjoyable. Like I said, I would prefer this as a series because you could flesh out his character more. You could flesh out the world more. It could have more world building. Like my writer's sci-fi brain was going crazy with a lot of the things that we saw mm-hmm. this because my whole thing is, okay, I don't like certain things where uh, like uh, things that are written don't make sense. Like like he told the girl, like, uh, he told the girl something like, uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you're still a witch, like it's still in your blood, but bro, you're immortal, a witch cursed you, so essentially you have magic in your blood, so you just like me, like, it's like but nobody's connecting those dots. they're just like, he's alive for some reason, like, no, no you're magic now, like, 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 nobody's just alive because they're not magic, so like, you should hate yourself, like, it was a very Blade-like thing where, like, he hated himself because he wasn't, but, it, but they didn't go that far. I think that at levels, if they would have went that far. Um The fact that he's been alive this long, but he keeps trusting people that do him dirty. Why? Because of fear? Like, you stupid. Like, I was just like, it, for somebody to be alive that long, you should know if somebody's playing you. Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. would just think that things would just click in your head. Like, you're essentially a, an, a, an assassin. Aspire times, you would think you would know if somebody, and you and you keep trusting all the bad people. Like he's never once went to the church for help. He's never once like he had Elijah the book's character. He's never went to the church and being like, "What's the resources that I have?" You keep going to the like the belly of the underground where these people fear you and they only yeah. do things because afraid of you. You don't think they're gonna like lie to you or try to mm-hmm. kill you or whatever it is. It was just you too old to be that stupid. It's, um, and I don't like the connection between him and the girl. I don't I think unnecessary relationships in movies really are movies for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I already noted it's something romantic with them because that's how that's how they were leading it. And they would have built this like a friendship, because there's no reason besides her own wanting to stay alive that she should be with him. But there's no reason. There's always been bad witches in the world and you didn't care. But your bar burned down, and now you
0: care because they burned out my bar. Well, Not whenever, to with whenever whenever you were Dominic Toretto,
1: you have to have family around. <laughs> you do. Yeah. it's Calder, man. Come on, it's Calder.
0: Oh, he's still Dominic like I said, Toretto. I like. I
3: like.
0: Um, <laughs> it
2: was a sword.
3: His name is Dominic Toretto, so it's. <laughs> um, Dominic <laughs> Calder, like, what's your, yeah, like,
1: I like that better. Calder to yeah. hashtag family.
3: Um, it works both ways, but like I said, it's like some of the action was great, some of the acting from Van was just like they should have said, Cut, and do it again a couple times like, <laughs> because big eyes don't mean you emotional. Because his eyes were getting, very big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and stuff he would be like, What yeah, you told me, and it's like, That's not, cut. Like, let's do it again, sir. Like
1: <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna get to work with him. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
3: I so either, but it's cool. Um, uh, but I was still excited to see his face. I don't have a problem. face. Um, he's in a market where it works for him. And he makes more money than I do. So keep right. living your life. And, and yeah,
1: he's doing what's working. Money. Yeah.
3: Exactly. And I'm like, if you keep putting me in the girlfriend, like or like the best friend thingy, but I'm making money, I'll do it. I'm like, gonna be mad at. It. I'm like, <laughs> do it. Um. Like I said, there were good action moments. Um the effects for being 2010 still look pretty decent. Um mm. I will say I like the makeup of the Queen Witch. I mm. like yeah. think that, yeah, that was pretty
2: aesthetic.
3: good. That was very, very nice. Um but also you can still tell that she was like attractive I didn't need that yeah. <laughs> Make her
2: <up>
0: here. <laughs> she's pretty mm-hmm.
3: bigger up here. <laughs> Um yeah. but, uh, I I it's not something I Watch all the time, or ever, probably ever
1: again. Yeah. Or anything
3: like that. I don't
1: yeah. I think this makes the never again list.
3: Yeah, like I wouldn't watch it unless somebody dared me, and I wanted to win. That's the only thing that.
1: So I don't know if you guys caught that Captain Salty Dog says he's got enough points he'll be redeeming the sequel for us. So keep that in mind. Stop it um so i'm gonna give a little bit more i I really didn't like the sword because it didn't work out practically i could tell they were they had something rigged to it to keep that fire going because it was actual fire and not digital fire because i'm sure vin was like can we make it real i'm almost positive he said that um because he wanted to look like a badass holding that flaming sword and
2: uh it gets pretty close to his face
1: it does and you can see the smoke coming off of it so you can definitely tell it's real but it, I don't know it it just is the most impractical weapon I've ever seen in a movie um, I would take the noisy cricket over it every day um, I don't know it bugged me there were a lot of scenes like that it was one of those movies where there'd be a good scene and maybe a good line and then Michael Caine so like all is good and then they'll kill Michael Caine so then you're like well there goes the good part of the movie so you have to sit without him for most of the film Then of course spoilers um, yeah, he's yeah. not really dead uh, because for some reason <laughs> Calder just knows everything because eight, in 800 years you can literally learn everything right because that's what they're essentially saying with this film uh, I didn't like that he seduced the the the, the flight attendant uh, because he'd been around long enough to know her accent I'm like did you really study like you spent 800 years studying accents or again he was just given all these abilities just because he was alive for 800 years and I'm like it would depend on what you were doing a lot. So I don't know. That bugged me. Um, his 100%. acting, he does, but yeah. he's also killing witches for 800 years. How long do you, are you going to be doing linguistics while you're also hunting witches? I mean, if you know.
3: I'll say, like if, if you're traversing the world in different eras and different times for as long as he has, I'm
1: pretty sure <laughs> he'd pick up a few but this was like an obscure town in an obscure peninsula like he, he this was saying that he knew every corner of the earth and i'm like not an 800 Five thousand maybe but not an 800 it, it just uh, and it's vin diesel so he doesn't make me believe it if you put um oh. killian murphy in that role and then have him tell me 800 years i'm gonna believe it i'm gonna i'm gonna walk away going okay Killian. I mean, I- you know what I mean? So, so
3: it's more so, it's more so to do, it.
1: or Carl Urban, it's so
3: ben Diesel. It's more so the fact you don't believe in Diesel. A character could have those traits because of yeah. how long. They live
1: I believe he can drive a car, and yeah, he car, can fight yeah. Brian. You know, for the car, and that's about the extent of my belief of his acting. That's so. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and not this Brian. Not that Brian. The
2: no, no, yes.
1: Paul okay, Walker's I Brian.
3: Side note, the stewardess plays Eve.
1: Oh, really? She played Eve. Oh, really? Oh.
3: I saw her and I was like, "Look at Eve! Hey, one of her first roles."
1: (laughs) Captain Salty Dog. It's a Kyrgyzstanian accent from the town of Ishante. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like, I guess he was Eastern European. I don't know.
3: I I will say this. I will say this for Snake's point because that's that's my guy. I will say this. If they would have did an accent that maybe we knew, or like a, a, or of a town, or like something that we knew, like some kind of explanation that we knew, because I didn't know what that was. I was like i heard people from the old land i don't know i don't know like it's right. like it didn't yeah. like I, for me if it, it would was make sense more,
0: you would know europe better than anything else
1: that's true
3: yeah
1: it wasn't a south american accent or something so yeah you know. yeah
3: give me generic europe
2: You know I mean? like i had to go look that up what is this yeah i'm like research yeah making me do work <laughs> Let me watch enjoy <laughs> like yeah what are you
0: talking about so, you know, this film came <laughs> yeah. out in 2015 and that sword that you mm-hmm. find highly unrealistic do you realize this followed up after how to train your dragon 2. i never so, saw that likelihood so in that movie hiccup has <laughs> a flaming awesome. sword mm-hmm. that's made out of dragon breath and so I almost wonder if Vin Diesel. We know what his what his watching style is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, can we do this for real? Yeah, make that sword. I want that sword. That was part of the pitch
2: meeting. Yeah, it was like all around this flaming sword.
1: That's what it not felt him. like because he, he it all, used man. it at the end. Although the shotgun and the sword, man, that was bugging me. I'm like, <laughs> why are you using the shotgun? And how? I mean, the movie fell apart obviously, but at the end, he's like, he's not immortal, and yet he's fighting immortal witches. Yeah. I was like, what the? And yeah, like giant creature, like yeah. In the like,
3: beginning, he wasn't immortal, and he was still fighting them too, and he won. Like to me, that wasn't a big jump.
1: I don't know, but then he had his army, and it was only a couple of witches. He didn't fight the giant thing that Brian, that Brian just brought. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It started to lose me at the end. I don't know. I mean, it lost me halfway through.
3: When she exploded and he got the powers back, like, okay, it was a shockwave. So, oh, girl, the, the witch that he's friends with, she should be immortal, too. Because I'm pretty sure she happy right. with that black
1: that's part 2. They're going to have immortal babies. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. The only way that the
0: sequel can redeem itself is if it's a prequel. No. And we mm. get more of that middle the oh. middle ages.
1: As a rule, I think prequels should stop being made. <sighs> no. Uh. there was a lot of silence for me there's no suspense you know no that's fine but there's no suspense (laughs) or you get things like um the hannibal lecter series where it's like really really good and then you watch hannibal rising you're like oh he's just a guy with a mama complex like i don't care anymore he doesn't scare me now he's just a douche so like don't douche up my villains uh, with prequels that's all i'm saying
3: (laughs) i think he says make a villain like make me happy that this villain died at the end
1: yeah make
3: me excited He's so bad
1: don't make me relate I to him Thanos,
3: <laughs> somebody talk to him danos gonna be alive like enough didn't have to kill him. have a
2: conversation <laughs> Cause I sympathize. obviously yeah because that's what you know
0: you anyway it's sad when when um the hansel and gretel movie with
1: jeremy renner is much better than this. <laughs> it was it was actually enjoyable and Gemma is that great bitched? in it. yeah no, agreed. You, even the witches hated the witch,
3: right? No, exactly, and that's what you want. Like that's yeah. what you want. Because my thing is, like, in the last one, it's like it's a thing where it's like the girl is just like her. She's very like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. It's fine, okay. But your people are, and but you're mad at him for killing the. It's like like nobody's establishing. And he kind of says it at the end, and when he's talking to like the blind guy who's being possessed by the witch or whatever, like. He's like, he's like, I'm leaving your man. people. I just, I just hunt the bad ones down. Like, I've been letting y'all live y'all life and we didn't, we didn't have this truce. And, but I go after the bad ones, but nobody has stated that like, the whole movie, like, er, all, everybody hates them, which means all y'all bad ain't no good ones. Watch <laughs> like, y'all bad. Because I wouldn't be mad if you killing, like, if this is what's been happening since the dawn of time, but you're, I'm just to live my life. I'm just to be as productive as I can in my little flower shop. But if you got some person people, go kill them then. Like, leave me alone while
2: I. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to be an entrepreneur here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you like, you'
3: going to come here and kill me? Like, yeah, And that's I, not really like
2: established. Yeah. I ain't out there casting spells. I'm here, to look at trying to run a business when you're <laughs> messing with my
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, know, you have
1: insurance like- for this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and that,
1: and, and Bat and werewolf insurance. <laughs> Unless is, it's
0: state farm, because then just appearing out of nowhere, that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Is she like the only, like, I'm confused about the witches in this world. <laughs> yep. Because, what's his name? Like, the, like the bearded dude. He's like casting spells, and he seems very, very you know, powerful. Oh. She's scared to cut the lights up. Like, she has to cut the lights on. Like, what kind of, witch, like I get that she's a dream walker, and that's like one of her gifts. But you're still a witch. Like, you should still be casting spells, and Vin Diesel casts more oh. spells.
1: Well, and she had a bar full of spells and potions and the the like, like, she had to have had some knowledge being behind the bar. Like, not only that, that dude's, (laughs) that dude's power, where he like, he went through the floor, and it was all like, holy crap, that's insane. And he comes out the wall outside, like, could you go further away or something or make it worth your exit? Like, like, your exit was so crazy. I don't know
3: pyromaniac
1: he wanted to watch the flame I guess the the church and the witches had like
0: an agreement and (laughs) the idea was that they didn't do certain things and so again this is why I think Vin Diesel should have been more of like a policing not just an assassin Um, Mm. because I think they were trying to go that way but they just didn't work it was just him killing them
1: and you know but that's what the church wanted
3: so once you burn my my, my well imprisoning
1: them also right
3: all, all, all bets are off. I'm casting all the spells I've been doing since I was a child. Like I'm killing everybody. Then didn't get my way. Like, she didn't do... She honestly move her from the film and somebody else could have brought him out of that trance or he could have just been a strong immortal and brought himself out of that trance. Like, her character was just like... I feel like they wanted Emma Stone for this and they couldn't get her because that girl looks just like Emma Stone to <laughs> me. <laughs> like, they, like, they wanted her and Yeah, she was I
2: mean, she had- Red
0: like,
3: like yeah yeah like she looks like her to me her comedy is even very emma stone like how she tells jokes or she looks like emma stone i think emma
1: stone's funnier though emma stone emma stone is a riot okay so we're gonna need to m- yeah. m- move off of yeah. this uh, atrocity that? uh and get to the pre-review so that you guys can do some shung chi chat uh because i'm gonna let you guys go nuts and um let's just do a quick you know, both numbers no synopsis uh and we will start with black girl marvel
3: oh another hour on the docket um me now, I give it a I gave it a solid five. It gets a five. Mm-hmm. Uh-year-old me would give it probably just one up now. Nah. No, no. I think 12-year-old me is pretty sophisticated. So I think uh 12-year-old me would give it a nice five. Would give it a five as well. I would like I would
1: like that. All right. All right. All the movie things.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say probably five or six um, today. And yeah, 12-year-old me was yeah probably maybe a six or seven. I don't, I don't know if I would have liked it anymore when I was younger
1: either. So, yeah. Mr. Marbleite.
2: Okay,
0: let's start with the basis. I'm going to say a solid four just for just the base of the film world-building. I'll give it a plus <laughs> one because of Michael Caine. Uh, yeah,
2: he, I was going to say, nice he's, he's like the
0: best all line things we movie. didn't like about it, but we liked him and he was unconscious for most of it. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I liked his character. I liked how they used him as like a a vehicle toward the plot though it became mm-hmm. predictable at some points um i liked i liked that whole scene where he's like investigating in the room and he's discovering that there are all these spells that make the room look like it's normal but it's not um you know so again like i said world building so i probably would say because of that um it was ambitious but at the same time i think we've seen a lot of this stuff before um, where you have this selected person that hunts down these evil mag- magical characters, mm. um, I'd say probably just a five for me. Um, and and like my young self, I always give more. I'd probably say five point five. Like I, I would watch the film, but it's not a movie that I'm going to just want to watch again. Um, and yeah, I will watch yeah. the sequel. It's not salty dog doesn't have to make me watch the sequel. Um, <laughs> as some of you might have to be forced. Um, but it's fun because if you yeah yes because, exactly <laughs> again if you can suspend disbelief and you can look over the holes and then later on you can you eviscerate it it can be enjoyable when you first start and i know i hate toward vin diesel i like vin diesel and pitch black i i even liked him in some of the other uh you know the offshoots of that the sequels um but um mm-hmm. you know and i think riddick was one of his strongest characters uh, but the game was pretty good yeah, but personally, I'm not a big like personally Vin Diesel fan because I know of one of his cousins and the stories that his cousin has told me just makes me think he's just this huge pre Madonna. Um, so, oh, you, so, you know, I'm, not, I'm not really <laughs> yeah, five, too, yeah. maybe a five point five. I'll 5. Not be generous and say twelve year old would
2: say six.
1: All right, so I would um, I would give it a four. Now the sword really gives it a minus one. Um, <laughs> it's bad uh, sword. I That's hate that mind. sword uh, so it's a four I,
2: I, someone I, needs to make a t-shirt with a flaming sword on it and give it to Snitty
1: yeah Right there
2: yeah.
1: so there you go, buddy Lay <laughs> enjoy your Oh, <laughs> look at captain salty dog with the flaming sword i appreciate that yeah. uh, so no yeah no no sword minus one for that um i want to give a plus for michael kane but he's not in it long enough uh, so i'm with i'm with marvelite on that uh there are some moments in the world building is cool but it's not cool enough to redeem the film i think the movie fell apart about halfway through and then just kept like i just kind of drudged through it and i hate drudging through films anyway you will have to force me to watch the sequel That being said, if I was 12 and saw this movie, I probably would have given it an 8. Because I was not sophisticated at 12 years old at all. I would have watched anything you put in front of me with action. Um, I would have watched it and hated it at the same time. Yeah. And as I got older, it would have been like one of those ones where I looked back and went, oh, crap, why did I like that? So that's just the way I see it. Um, With that said, we're going to move on to the the pre-review with... um, Super Kame Guru. Um, And if you guys didn't notice, we do have an intro guy. Everybody might have missed the intro, uh, but he's our movie voiceover guy. Uh, His name is Cell Phone Wallet and Keys on TikTok, or also known as Mickey. And he's awesome, and so you guys can actually check out our intro if you haven't seen it already. That being said, here we go uh, to the pre-review.
4: How's it going, Real Study viewers? I'm Sean, and I'm back with this week's pre-review review of all the movies coming to theaters and streaming this week. Let's start off this week in the theaters with Cop Shop, starring Gerard Butler and crossbones himself Frank Grillo. This looks like a fun, dark comedy action adventure about a con man being pursued by a group of assassins who have more than enough personality. It really does look like a great one. The comedy in the trailer alone pulls me in. I want to watch it, so yeah. Y'all should check it out. Also in theaters this week, Prisoners of the Ghostland starring Nicolas Cage. Now let me tell you, the trailer itself will tell you this is the craziest Nicolas Cage film you've Ever seen. And from the trailer, I'm I'm starting to believe it. Post-apocalyptic samurai western ghost town. I mean, that's that's just the vibe I'm getting. The the trailer claims it's a post-apocalyptic battle royale type film. It seems like Cage's character has been given the task of retrieving a very important man's granddaughter from a group of people that we believe to be the bad guys. And I love the quirkiness of Nicolas Cage. If you're ready for a Halloween just around the corner, Apple TV Plus is bringing you bad candy. This looks like a throwback to some old school 80s slasher film it's starring uh Corey taylor from slipknot which pulls me in instantly seems to be uh, a group of monsters has been released on a small town on halloween they all are different it's my type of halloween film check out bad candy on apple tv plus this week on hulu we have the premise Created by B.J. Novak. This sounds like an amazing anthology series where it says it will tackle modern issues that are relevant to now and time and no topic will be off limits. I don't know about you, but it sounds like something that we need and I am intrigued to watch it. Wrapping things up this week on HBO Max, we have the Clint Eastwood directed Cry Macho. It's the tale of a Basically, a washed-up rodeo star who gets given the task of going and kidnapping a boy who's running some trouble in Mexico and their journey back to Texas. Watching the trailer alone, I can tell you this looks like an amazing film. Clint Eastwood never disappoints; He always produces a great film and this is another one I cannot wait to watch. Thanks again, Real Study viewers. I am so excited to be a part of the new changes that are occurring in this podcast, and it is absolutely exciting, and I hope you're along for the ride. Thanks for watching.
1: All right. And that is Sean with the pre review. He reviews the movies before they're released to tell you whether he's excited about them or not and lets us know what's coming out so we can keep track. Uh, I know I don't have time, so I appreciate the hard work he puts in. So I have say, I love those. They are fun. He does great. And uh, he's slowly refining his method like me, you know, just it's a slow work in progress at all times, uh, which is great. Um, seven is a hell of a movie um there is a a spelling thing though with seven and it's that oh as i spell it all wrong look at me all night long i'm gonna do it wrong in every way so there you go um, so now we're going to switch over to the poster roll real quick. And that is here. And that means that the last thing we're going to be reviewing tonight and without Mr. Snippets will be Shung chi uh, The three other panelists, uh, co-hosts have seen the film and we want to go ahead and let them uh, discuss it. So if you haven't seen Shung chi uh, there will be plenty of spoilers. Uh, if you don't care about spoilers, go for it and stay. I care about spoilers. So I will be dipping out, but I'll still be on camera. I'll be here. So um, how about um, Black Girl Marvel is going to run the panel? And I had to say it slow to make sure I said it right. Um, and we'll let her. We'll let her run the panel and uh, give me uh, a thumbs up uh, when you're done. And um, I'll come back and we'll finalize the show. And all right, you
3: thirty minutes of babysitting time with that slow build.
1: With a slow build, okay. Thirty isn't isn't quite worth the hour. Okay, I'll remember that. Uh, we'll move back over to the drive-in and you guys have fun.
3: So we're gonna be spoiling the heck out of some Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, um let's start with uh all moving things, Brian. What's your initial like first thoughts
2: of Shang-Chi? Oh my god. Oh my god. Like <laughs> what, what I love this movie. I mean, like I could talk forever about every little thing that I love about this movie. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. one of my favorite MCU films. Um I think it's a long time coming. This thing had so many things went against it, too. One just being a brand new character in the MCU, not introduced in some other property, you know. Like, I mean, that was a risk in itself. And, and of course, it's being you know, a Labor Day weekend release, and you know, all the things that we've talked about before that were going against it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I'm no. I actually love fun. that. I saw it twice. It's oh yeah like i forgot i could spoil it Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i said what can i like there's so many things i want to say about it but i mean the the fight sequences were amazing um as soon as that bus fight sequence started up Mm -hmm. i mean i was like (laughs) literally on the edge of my seat like like normally I'm sitting back pretty pretty relaxed in a in a theater, but I was like literally like this, just watching like like a kid. I mean, loved it. Um, I love the the villain we get and his father. Um, I love how they play with idea of the Mandarin and like being like kind of like this like funny kind of trope and not not a real thing in a way. Like they talked about how he's been called all these different things and, um. I love seeing Trevor Slattery back. Um, and of course Morris. Like I mean I I instantly bought a Morris t-shirt. Like I have a I mean everyone's loving Morris. I'm seeing like people buying the Morris plushies. Um but just like the the it had everything. I mean, like it had great humor, all the all the action you can want in MCU film, but different too from from normal MCU films. I mean, I felt like this is very grounded. But then also, but also it has like these fantasy elements where it's like this crazy world that we've never seen before. And I, I can't wait to see where it goes. I can't wait to see where we see Shang-Chi pop up elsewhere in the MCU. So um, yeah, I, I've seen it twice Mm -hmm. and I may see it again, you know, in theaters too. So it had another great weekend also. So it's, Mm -hmm. has like 238 million globally now. So it's, it's a hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
3: Okay, Mr. Marvel, like you are the special one off the bunch because you went to a special screening.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, feel,
3: mm. I mean, it was details like just because I know you had to like hold this in for a minute because you saw it like right. way earlier than everybody else. Yeah. And so give us like pour your heart out, man. So
0: okay, so so just so you guys know, this is exclusive because like I haven't given my spoiler review of this even on TikTok. I I went spoiler free because um i think we gotta remember this is a global pandemic still and um just from like my, my followers on tiktok mm-hmm. you know there are there are people in australia and new zealand who have not seen this because they're still in lockdown um because they just had another run right. of lockdowns and so they haven't even been able to go see this film and um where i do understand the necessity of this being in theaters only because it needs to have more of an understanding of what the revenue is billed for it as to you know how people are you know interested in what the uh you know, the responses to it, I do see benefits in having that Disney Plus release. Um, You know, and I, I do understand, you know, moving forward, we're going to have this, like, 45-day window for most stuff. Some of the Disney stuff is going to be 30 days. But, uh, so Wednesday the first, two days, well, technically a day, but two days before it was officially out everywhere, um, I was invited by a movie review group called uh, Watcher Pass on YouTube, um, who. Um, are made, based in the DMV, but they do a lot of good reviews. Um, and, you know, I love their name because it kind of gives the idea. They're, they're giving you reviews about whether you should watch it or just pass on the film, mm-hmm. um, which I think you should still, every, everybody should give films their own, you know, their own viewing of it because everybody thinks of things differently. Um, there are times where I thought Siskel and Ebert and all of them were wrong about what their
2: interpretations
0: were um but sh- i i went you know i got a picture with my wife at the at the wall where they had the shang chi thing so even though it was just at a theater but it was like you know we were special we had our little scannons um uh you know it made us feel special and you know the only thing i i was regretting like they, they didn't have any like there was no trailers beforehand because it was this was all about just shang chi yeah. and um, uh, but the movie i i I came in with a lot of expectations because I'd already seen a lot of people like straw, goofy and soups and, and Jay Stoops give their initial reactions without saying anything about the film, um, because they got invited to the premiere, you know, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, we're getting there. We'll get there at some point, but, um, yeah. but it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, sitting there watching the film. Um, I just, I got that excitement that I did when I first saw Iron Man. um, because I felt like it was just something new. And yeah. a lot of people are hating, hating on this film without watching it because they're thinking that this is just pandering to people of color. And that's not what it is. It's, it's expanding. We're, we're talking about the greatest thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that it is a cinematic universe, which means it is going to be able to touch every area of the world and the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe as a whole. And that means that there are characters in every walk of life. You know, superheroes don't just live in New York City, or you know, they're not just all white people like we saw in the first days of Marvel. Um, you know, there there is differences, and there are going to be, um, just like in this world where there are people who I I was just going down the road the other day, and uh, we were out yesterday, and. You know, there's been protests and stuff going on because of 9/11 and whatnot, and there was Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter on one side of the road, and then there were these stupid All Lives Matter people on the other side. That, and of course, you know they're all white. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just and It's like the, the, there are people who will just hate this film because it's everyone's excited because it's an Asian superhero. And Simu Liu, I literally I love this man to death. Oh, yeah. um, oh, people who have been mocking this film, like he's even he is using because he used to do stock photos, yeah, the, stock, photo the stock photos to <laughs>
2: meme people. Um, it's so and it's good, fantastic. he's just trolling people with his stock photos. Yeah, yes. <laughs>
0: But going into the film I was excited about figuring out what happened to Trevor Slattery because I knew after mm-hmm. uh phase 2 when we got the All Hail the King short Marvel one shot that they had to have more with it. Like yeah. I know a lot of people were disappointed with Iron Man 3 because the Mandarin became this, you know, this actor that, you know, Trevor Slattery, which I love mm-hmm. the character, I just didn't like that we didn't get a Mandarin and, right. and then yeah. All Hail the King happened. And I was like, okay, th- this we're going to see this down the road. They have to do something, win this. And then when when Winwoo, and again, spoilers, everybody, when Winwoo actually describes that whole he basically does iron man three in like like three seconds yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and he's he like the whole, a dinner conversation <laughs> yes and he's yeah. talking
0: about how yeah and they even they even gave this guy the name of like a chinese dish and like, <laughs> like they made fun of the name mandarin because yeah, yeah, he never yeah. take, calls that. himself mandarin he just calls himself when he's win Woo. and mm-hmm. and so and if anything he's just called master and and yeah. you see this 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 guy and at first, I started to like understand him. Um, like, mm-hmm. you, you have this guy that, that he's got, he's lost a love. His past came back to haunt him. So, of course, let's, let's mm-hmm. like continue my past and let's try to bring her back. And I will tell you, I did sit at one point in the film. And when they're talking, when they have the voice, the first thought I had was WandaVision at the end when she, when Wanda, when Scarlet Witch starts hearing her children. And I'm thinking, what if, what if, what if, um, just like when was being called by his wife and the way they're talking about these, these soul, these soul suckers and everything else, like, what if, what if it's Mephisto? And, and then when, when, when you saw the creature at the end, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm actually kind of glad it's not Mephisto, but I, I had have moment <laughs> in the theaters. Um, but you have, you have this. This child who grows up in this and there were a lot of flashbacks a lot of flashbacks in this film mm-hmm. and i almost yeah. felt like there were too many at first and then i stopped back and thought about it and i'm like you know it was better to do flashbacks to do a whole origin story of like you know the first act is him as a kid and then he runs
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: everything else but you have this you're it's almost like you're you're katie his friend you're kind of like the other friend that's following along in the story mm-hmm. and you're discovering as she's discovering and yeah, and I, yeah. I, I liked how they did that, and I think Aquafina did a great job, you know, being that character. And I loved how their relationship was platonic; like he yes. didn't have to have yeah, to love, They're just best friends, yeah. and I hope they keep yeah, it that. I way. love that. Yeah, yeah um, me too. Yeah. So, so I just I love that. So ultimately, I mean, fantastic. Again, I, I'm, I'm getting excited just thinking about it because I haven't really just talked through it with anybody because I've been trying to keep my mouth shut. Um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I love this film. I. I found uh, Shang-Chi as my favorite Marvel superhero now at this point because Iron Man is gone and you know we're, we're probably not going to get him back in the in the iteration that we know because part of the reason why I loved him was Robert Downey Jr. and I love Simu Lu for the same reasons why I love Robert Downey Jr. He's embodying the character. And if you go and I am I'm, I'm going to try to post a, a duet or a whatever of it um there is a there is a a, a video on TikTok showing the regimen that he started back in like 20 2018 um for like the last couple of years before the film came out he was preparing himself for this and i i comment on the video i'm like yeah. he basically became a superhero to become a superhero oh, and, man. Yeah. And, and i mean just just that a level of dedication understanding not only that it was a good film but what it meant to the asian community just mm-hmm. makes it that much more because it doesn't matter who you are you're gonna love this film Oh, yeah, um, I think they used. Ter- I, I think they used uh, Ben Kingsley fantastically. Um, I, I can't believe that they made us love a creature that has no head or butt. Um, <laughs> no, I know. It's... And and yeah, they yeah. made dragons believable. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I And before I say anything more about like the end credits or whatever. I'm going to stop there, and we'll just when we give this right. a wrap up. I'm going to explain go. the, the the
2: reasoning behind what the. Well, that's uh, the thing. There's there's so much we yeah. could say about this movie. Like we could do a whole show about this movie. I mean, exactly. It's, yeah. I just I love this movie. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um. So for me, this film was. I'm not going to equate it to Black Panther, but I'm going to do it in the sense that mm-hmm. of, of the hype around it. And the meaning behind having the film have a, a right. couple being the lead. Um, mm-hmm. Because honestly, if I'm being so honest, Sha- Shang-Chi is better than Black Panther. And that's only, and I feel like it's only because Shang-Chi wasn't rushed. And I feel like Black Panther was rushed. Um, because essentially, they do have the same storylines, like Sins of the Father, right,
2: thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Right. Surprise, it's very similar. Um, Storyline obviously with some differences, but for me, Shang Chi just—it uh, was a great ride. You know what I mean? Like I was—I was interested from the beginning. Um,
2: right.
3: I wasn't bored, you know. I, like sometimes for Marvel, some Marvel movies, I'm, I'm bored for a minute. Like for, I mean, for a hot second, be like five minutes, I'm bored. And then I'm like, then something happens, and I'm like, I'm fully in. Shang Chi, but like, I was bored like I was really and maybe it's because it's we didn't we haven't had anything for a while so, so like, I was very attentive I was like I wasn't like drawn out from having like a movie a year or however it is like you know something like that but like yeah I was very focused on who this character is how this world is going to expand um let me see who the real Mandarin is easy is as bad as people say he is oh he has a sister because Black Panther had a sister but they only did so much with her Mm-hmm. This sister was like a like people did me dirty, so I struck out on my own. And I yeah. she was like a badass character, mm-hmm. which I, I I thoroughly dig that. Like it didn't just like it was it's beautiful, it was just colors upon colors. Um the integration of the culture, like so western and Asian, like bringing that together mm-hmm. seamlessly it was nice. Mm-hmm. Of course, everybody loves the um the uh uh um uh, Busting
2: because, yeah. of course, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, it speaks like for the itself.
3: Yeah, um, but I really love the fight between um, Shanchi and his father because it, it gave me like a Zula and Zuko, Zuko vibe
2: mm-hmm. because
3: of the colors, like, oh, you know what yeah,
2: I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Very,
3: very um, but it was like it was done well, like the action was amazing, everything was seamless, um. You I wanted to go to uh what is it called? Talo, I believe it's pronounced like there,
2: there, mm-hmm. I want yeah, to yeah. go
3: there. I want that to be real. Just like I want Wakanda to yeah. be real, I want this place to be real.
2: Totally. You know, I want to meet <laughs> his family.
3: You know what I mean? I want to meet his family. Yeah, I want to yeah. see those. I wanna meet those. Um, I'm assuming their they are uh, tails is a descendant of these people. <laughs> like, <through> the <laughs> know, right? like, uh, like the three-tailed foxes or whatever mm-hmm. they were, like those beautiful. The dragons with mm. the very human plain face, like excuse me, like those so horse
2: dragons. Like, <laughs> yeah,
3: it's like I want to meet those. Like it was just, and I felt like they weaved everything together like nicely because oh, I'm pretty they... much everything you guys are saying. Like, but it's just like yeah. was, for me to watch somebody as as distinguished as ben, Sir Ben Kingsley play this type of character, mm-hmm. right? Who could think that a goofy character could elevate a movie? You right. can if Sir ben, right. Sir ben is playing the character because it's just... Yes,
2: exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Did you hear what he said when he took this role back on? Like, yeah. like they, they were asking him, like, you know, what made you want to come and take this role? He actually said that yeah. in, in doing this role, he actually had a conversation with Trevor Slattery. Like, like he, he, he was talking about how, like, in, like, tra- Trevor Slattery's character, like, he was talking about it. And, 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 and just that duality with him, I think yeah. he loves his character as much as I think we love him. So,
3: I think he does, too, because it's yeah. like, think about it, though. It's a role where it's like, I got to learn Shakespeare. I ain't got to be all like, oh, just, uh, like, you just
2: have fun. Just yeah.
3: Have oh fun. Goodness, like, yes. I, I don't think actors of his caliber get to have fun because everybody's waiting for the next
2: right.
3: Oscar moment that he's going to do. And, and Marcus yeah. gave him a chance to, like, play.
2: <laughs> yeah, and totally. I can see that.
3: Like, masterfully, like, I just love it. I will say I do miss Stanley being... Not being right, in this film, right. Stanley yeah. um, petition that the guy on the bus should be. The <laughs> movie.
2: Yeah, I remember the you mentioned this was part of it. Yeah, all
3: the movies he needs to be the new guy that he's, pops to all the movies. I'm not, he yeah, should yeah. take. I'm not taking Stanley's place because nobody can, but he's already been established within his universe
2: because he. Was, I believe he was in. Yeah, has like in, He was in home. Yeah, he's been in like. Yeah, he was in home. He was the guy who
0: told Superman, uh, Spider-Man to do a flip. Yeah,
2: so yeah.
3: my is you're already in this universe they should just have him in like all the films like i would just date that yeah. i think that's really um yep even with them adding in that kid like on the phone that's what we do today like we're like a fight happens we're not scared. we're like yo <laughs> like,
2: yeah like, like check this out
3: so i'm gonna rape this fight, fight
2: for you like, like, like what
3: exactly like i want to get yeah. these views, you know? yeah. But everything like, everything that they established, like every time that, that uh uh Sean I'm gonna call him Sean, that Sean and Katie popped up somewhere, the world was beautiful. Like when they went to the sisters like underground fighting facility or whatever, it was very well established what this is. You're you you was not confused walking in. Of course he was laying lay. he was laying it down, like this is what happens, this is what we do, but it was very well established. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you see in other characters with different powers and it was just it was just amazing i just love it and you got like strong female characters i'm always for that because we need more of that mm-hmm. and the fact that she's taking over for her father let's go like, like i want to know what she i want to know what
2: she's yeah like that. what's her motive behind yeah like
3: her motive because she's yeah. bridging like the, the modern with the old school mm-hmm. so i want to know what her because it didn't say because obviously we know that Shang-Chi is going to return,
2: but I love that they tell us that the Ten Rings. Yeah, the Ten Rings. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, um, you gotta yeah, and like you have the one or two, like. So yeah, Wenwu's yeah. gone, but the thing is, is like, does she have access to like the entire network? Because I'm sure there's because they're like a global freaking network. Yeah. Not everyone knows, like, like I feel like so she does
3: because she's at the head of it. Yeah, man, so word would have gotten out. But my question is: yeah. Is Sean not gonna realize that it's like because he thinks she's dismantling, and she's,
2: she's like,
0: for oh, exactly. the te- you know, Shang Chi too. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, she's coming back because it even said the Ten Rings will return.
2: Yeah, Like um, she has to though. she has to. Awesome. Like, her yeah,
3: yeah. The only thing I will say I don't like, and I and I guess this does happen in real life, but I feel like it shouldn't happen in movies. Um, she never got to have like. Pretty much everybody dismissed her for Sean, right? Like except I would say except for except for like her mother, right? Because her mother was like teaching her yeah. things along, the way, Like things like that. But when the mother died, the father dismissed her. When she ended up going to Tylo, like the aunt kind of dismissed her a little bit because she was just like she went to the son. I was like, you looks so much like, like 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 your mother, and I was like yeah
2: what about I know
3: things like where she was like um was like you don't have to hide here and things like that and I get that but I feel like I know it's mm-hmm. called Shang it's not called forget his sister's name it's not it's not you know saying her like like Boolean like, or something like that like yeah ja but I just wanted a little bit like I would have loved the confrontation between her and her father a little bit more like I feel mm-hmm. like whenever she was his presence she still got like lowered and she Didn't get to have that moment, and then he died, and I feel like that's unresolved issues within her now. Because you would think that
2: John
3: would have took his place, but no, she did because I feel like she still has something to prove, and that could be strategic on their end. But I just, I just wanted, I just want her to say to him, you know.
0: I'm almost thinking it's more strategic because I feel like I feel like she's played this character for so long, where you know she understood that. Basically, they would not let her, you know, train with the rest of them. But she still Mm -hmm. learned and she became even more vicious because, I mean, she kicked Shang-Chi's butt in that ring. And mind you, he wasn't really trying to fight her, but she didn't hold back. And um, she ended up she she was like, you know, beating up the assassins just as well when she came back to save them on that scaffolding scene. Um, I think her whole play is to be under the radar because She. Wanted to get rid of her father, but I think she always wanted to go and get to take the tin rings over because I think Mm -hmm. that was that was gonna be the last. Because see, Shang-Chi had uh, had this ability to almost reconcile with his dad at that ending where his dad that protected him,
2: yeah, he had that moment,
0: yeah, that one moment with his son, but but she Mm -hmm. never did. No, totally. So, so for him, it's easier to progress on as a hero for her, she's gonna take what she can get she's gonna be in the middle
3: i think she's gonna be an anti-villain i think she's gonna be in the middle somewhere you're gonna understand her motivations. you might not like how she achieves something
0: yeah
3: something is gonna happen
0: but i love what they're doing because they've got her as the head of the 10 rings now and then after falcon and winter soldier we have sharon carter who is the you know is the power broker and Mm -hmm. she's got the government under her now Yeah. yeah so so, so it's going I, be various, I, we're going to see things. a lot of strong female villains in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I'm for
3: that. And the only thing I can for
0: next is Madame Hydra. That's... And
3: I want them to be like true oh, yeah. villains. I don't want them to be like because they're women, like they get like I want them to be like true villains. If you're going to make them a villain, make them a villain and keep going. You know what I mean? If you're going to yeah. make them a villain, make them hella and keep moving. You know what I mean? Like don't yeah. you don't have to sugarcoat anything but um, I have a theory that um. And in the ten rings that um the beacon is to the eternals.
2: Oh, I understand.
3: Because if you go to the eternals um trailer, literally something that looks just like how Wong opened up the the, the rings to show you the inside mm. of the same image is somewhere in that trailer.
0: So there was an interview no. with the director of the movie, and they were asking about that end scene. With the beacon from the the rings, and he said, if you go back and look at the origin of Shang Chi, um, it's going to be pretty clear to see. And what that means
2: yeah. is, is
0: uh, I, gotta, I gotta I gotta remember the name because it keeps. And they're literally a um,
2: basically like a transform. They want.
0: um i believe because you've got um you've got carol danvers and you've got bruce banner which we could talk a lot about that um <laughs> yeah. at that ending that they're <clears throat> they're leading Shang chi's um uh, the rings probably leading to the next big bad. I don't think it. I don't think they would p- do the payoff that soon. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. it's Um, no, I, it could be. It could think- be that they pick up on the signal too, and that no, we're going really to work with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. But um, but because I really they, think the clues are where like, we're going with it.
3: Remember, they said that like um, I'm assuming they all got snapped away, and then the world unsnapped, and then something happened. And there's who's to say that. This doesn't happen somewhere like because they they because he said that a beacon went out the moment he used them, which means that when the father used them, nothing happened. But when but when Sean used them, like that beacon went out to somebody, and I think I really do think it went out to the uh, to the Eternals because something in the trailer looks very similar to when Wong opened it up at the rings. It's it's if I can find it, I'll put it. I'll make a TikTok about it. Yeah. Um. There you quick, go. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. Brian. Uh, Mr. Marlowe, like me, give your review for like you know the usual. You now twelve year old.
2: Yeah. Okay. Real quick. Um, I'm gonna say like nine and a half across the board. Like my twelve year old me would have loved this just as much as you know forty hmm, one year old me does. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Love it. Can't wait. I want to see more
0: i'm 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 gonna have to give this a ten i I really feel like this this film was well ex- executed um it's a great starter it It makes me worry because I feel like Marvel cannot keep producing hits like they do like they, yeah. um, and i'm 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 wondering when the half life is gonna end up running out for marvel but I, mm. I I love this film. I love the characters I felt like none of them were really throwaway because at this point they could easily come back and do something more. I love the family interaction at the beginning. Um, uh, I loved how we we fell in love with Morris. I love how Trevor Slattery, yeah. came, you know, how he 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 saved himself from death, but then ended up somehow in the in the matter of like whatever 10 years, um, you know, since the first since he was first uh, it's probably more like seven or eight. Um where he is, you know, able to speak Morris's like whatever his language, language understand yeah. him. Like, like just the fact that he's becoming this character that it, it, he almost redeemed himself from what, and I, I like him sober. Yeah. I like him without drugs. I, I mean, he was fun with mm-hmm, drugs. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Most people are, but, but, you know, I really liked him in this, as this, he blossomed as a character. Um, mm-hmm. I, I loved, I loved everything about it. Um, I even, you know, everybody was wanting the, the, the death, the, the, the death dealer. Like they didn't like the way he was, he was taken out. I felt like we didn't need I that. had some stuff about that. Yeah, not yeah, totally. We, yeah, yeah. we didn't we didn't need him to stay in. Like we didn't need to have exactly, you know, yeah. Shang-Chi was already busy with his dad. He didn't need to worry about the yeah. death dealer. And I feel like yeah. the fact that he almost killed the death dealer in, you know, yes. where, like, in that and, building. Exactly. exactly. Right. Like that was all we needed from him. And at some and then and then, you know, um, I liked how you know, we, we got razor Fist and how, you know, um we mm-hmm. see his little progression and stuff, and that whole turn where the assassins end up working with the people yeah. of um mm-hmm. so ultimately i just i loved it so that that's just yeah. and then I, as a kid i probably would love it just as much because I, I i like forbidden kingdom i like kung fu so
3: right no same um i mean i never give anything a 10 i don't know if i've said this to you uh, Brian, yeah Sorry, oh
2: yeah yeah mm-hmm.
3: anything a 10 but i will give this like a 9.8
2: <laughs> so,
3: I, will, I love I it. Twelve-year-old
2: uh, me will get
3: nine point nine. <laughs> 9. It's 99. Gotcha. Um, you know, because it's just, it's just well done. I really don't feel like Marvel is going at any time mess up, especially if they keep it, di- if they keep diversifying, if they keep bringing in characters with richer backstories than like um some of these, like no offense to some of these, like all-white like characters. Like you need that. Diversity to have different stories to 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 keep that like magic alive. So I feel like if they keep adding in like not the usual suspects that people are used to, mm-hmm. then I don't really see them messing up because honestly, all their origin stories have a blueprint. Yeah. And the only difference is like what drives the story essentially, but they all have a blueprint of how things are set up. But oh, um, yeah.
0: I thought this one was uh, different too.
2: But I,
3: honestly, I think it's different because he's Asian. Right? because you got like a little bit of but it's still down home to the point where like you don't have to be Asian to enjoy this film but also mm-hmm. it gives you elements of like when he's like, you know how he got treated in school everybody at that table except for her husband was Asian mm-hmm. you know what I mean, so they all got treated in a certain way, but people can still relate to that because it's very across the board but like if you're Asian, you still feel it a little bit deeper than say like anybody else, so I like that type of thing I like the platonicness of the film Friendships. I do think they're going to get together, but I hope it doesn't happen until like later and off screen. I just hope they come on screen dating and we don't know about it. It's just it doesn't, I don't think it has to be a same. We saw their connection, how it is. It doesn't have to be like a a Sharon Carter cap type of thing where it's like a build-up attention. We don't need that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like already established. They love each other in a certain way. And if that progresses, they can like move on like nicely. But um this film was awesome. I can't wait. I want more. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not only is he funny, he's a human, but he's a brilliant actor. I think uh what's his name? Uh, uh Superbrand kept advocating for him to be the next Bond, which
2: um, Yeah.
3: Awful. I think Bond needs to diversify as well. It's a talent.
0: You just, you just, Bond, that was like my thing yeah. for a while. No,
3: like, I want I it just, I want it something,
0: something,
2: something, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd mentioned that too. But yeah, but
3: video. I want that too. But uh, yeah, mm. this, is, but this is our, you know, city free place like, with her. oh, um, yeah. And I will put a thumbs up so that CD knows. And girl, I'm going to delay some good. Know a little bit that I'm coming back. So.
0: And I'm going to say this, and this is this is not when Snippets gets on. This is not going to be an issue, you know. There, a lot of Mandarin people were concerned because of some of the translations because it didn't hit as well in English translation, right? right. And 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 again, Snippets, if you can hear this while while you're getting on, um, it, this I'm not going to spoil anything, but I almost feel like the idea that the English translations were not, um, as on par with the Mandarin that was spoken was actually I kind of I think nice as like how many times have we butchered things as we've like tried to translate it into, you know, another country or another culture and yeah. to give them something that it's more like an inside thing for them. And then, you know, now I want to learn Mandarin because I want to understand what they're saying and understand right. the way they're saying it. Um, right. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful that they have that little nod. You're good to go snippets. You can come in.
1: Oh, i did i just i was letting you finish so i just wanted to make sure you know and i and i you guys are awesome for for making sure that i don't jump back in on spoilers that's that's amazing of you guys um, and it worked well
3: that's the best thing about diversifying films is that it it opens you up to wanting to know more about a culture and maybe learning some stuff that you probably wouldn't have learned if you were exposed to
1: it i would say first oh, sorry
3: A thing
1: right the times that i have been most uh changed in my life when i were when i was the most uncomfortable and experiencing new things yep that's all i've got i i I wasn't part of the conversation but i know what you guys are talking about and i know what this movie means and
0: and and so like like let's just say this like when we talk about representation it, it matters because there are some things like okay let's talk about falcon winter soldier for a second um the fact that isaiah was living in baltimore when when um when Anthony Mackie and mm-hmm. Sam Wilson went to visit him the 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 impact of him going to baltimore and those cops showing up after the whole Freddie gray thing cuz that's close to home yeah. i you know i live mm-hmm. in the DMV area and so <clears throat> that was like a that was like really big for me. I mean, I don't know if they, you know, we saw all the, all, all the riots and stuff that happened after that. And then, you know, um, being so close to home, of course, you know, I listened to podcasts about that, that whole instance. Um, but, but for them to do that, to have him be living there, um, made a big deal. And even living in America, just because you live in let's say white bread, Alabama or somewhere else, you don't know how everybody else lives. You know, I grew up, I grew up right, you know, um, where my community was, you know, we had I lived in the school where I was the I was the only you know light skinned person that ever went to that school. And and I remember like understanding the differences in a different realm that, you know, than you know, let's say a black kid going into an all-white school and 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 realizing, you know, what the community how the community was based and being a part of that community. And then, you know, I live out in the country now and it's I, I, I have culture shock because of, of, of how it is. I mean, I've all of my friends, I, I I barely had any white friends growing up. And so um, you know, understanding that my my cultural view with my friendships and and the story of my life is different. Also being a half Arabic, you know, person, you know, it's it's very different for me. Um, But it's not it's not I can't say it's completely relatable to, let's say, what, you know, Black or Marvel goes through or, you know, even any of you go through Um, and having more, you know, representation means we get a more a a better picture of the story that's going on. And if we don't do that, we're missing out on what the world is really going through. And I feel like Shang-Chi, I feel like Black Panther I feel like you know, even you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is is trying to expand people to understand. You may not live in this, but this is real and this is happening. And even though this is a fictional story, you know, the story needs to be told. Mm-hmm. And and I, I I don't understand where people think that that's not important. Agreed. Um, right? Yeah.
2: People, you know, it, it or like it's that it's forced or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like you hear that a lot. Like oh, this is so forced. Like I, all I want to see is my Marvel characters. Blah blah, blah. like. People don't, people seem to forget, like, that's what comic books have always done. Like, they've always had something to say throughout history. Like, yeah, and movies, of course. Yeah. It's like, like, what are you guys watching or paying attention to that you're, like, having a problem with this?
1: Yeah, just look at history and the history of all the things we love in pop culture are reflective of that uh, that really happened as we went through it. Even the movies now that we're not paying attention to in 10 years are going to go, oh, that's indicative of oh, yeah. this blah, blah. You know, we don't even have words for it yet, uh, but it will yeah. matter. Uh, I do have to cut in because it is nine o'clock. So we do need to uh, end the show as much as I would love to go for another hour, oh. of course. Can
3: I, say, can I just say one more thing real quick?
1: Of course. Absolutely. It's real quick. Of uh, course. It's
3: about Shang-Chi and it's, and it's not a spoiler, but I will die on this hill. Danny Rand could never.
2: <laughs> never yeah, I know. Never. I don't. <laughs> so I do I think I have to, I right. I I have to be with thing. you.
0: Like this is why when they casted Danny Rand for um Ooh. Ooh, Iron Fist. Cast. Or, okay, cast. He when they cast the, um the you know the actor for, for, for Iron Fist, it it bothered me. He mm-hmm. didn't yeah. even try to learn martial arts. He just looked at his his stunt people and the choreographers and was just like, "Just work with me." And <laughs> that I, doesn't uh, work. I yeah, believe man. it's still canon because of Kevin Feige has not decreed so. Right. But yes, <laughs> um, I I cannot stand I can't stand the show because the, the guy that he ends up yeah, fighting hard when, to watch. Never, when he when he, when he was doing the fighting um the hand the hand there's that drunken master that he fought that's the guy he beat out for Danny Rand and it drives me nuts because that guy should have gotten it
1: on that note no that's where he- <laughs> on that note I do have a baby that I have to get yes. to otherwise I would love to continue I promise I would I love talking to you guys that's why I love doing the show and I know you guys are the it's chat. Absolutely. Really awesome. like, Absolutely. Say, like, man, like it's you, been fire. you guys are involved. You guys are talking, you guys are a part of it. And that's why this show is on uh, an interactive site so that we can chat uh, with the the chatters rather than it just being a standard podcast. Um, and we, we like that. Uh, and, uh, thank you all for being here. Thanks, uh, to, uh, Silverbrand and, uh, call me by this name, Maria. I want to get that right as well. Uh, for subscribing uh, for following uh thank you cell phone wallet and keys even though you're not here at this point thank you always captain salty dog and actually i want to thank my wife who has been extremely supportive S-A-S-T-E. and really helpful to make sure that i have the time to make sure this is doable um yeah, and then of course no thank you to my ever-present and amazing co-host black girl marvel mr marvelite and all the movie things and a special thanks to sean super comic guru for doing the pre-review i know he's not here but he's amazing uh for doing that and then uh of course mickey for being our voiceover guy maybe we'll get him in here and he can do the voiceover guy for us as we move around live that'd be fun (laughs) so um and there's more to come from the real study we're gonna have some some new things in the future and you guys will have more to look forward to uh beyond the movie chatting so uh look forward to that um anyway uh, I'm Mr. Snidbits, and for The Real Study, uh, we're going to wish you guys a great evening. And because we're on Twitch, mm-hmm. we're going to spread the love, and we're going to raid a fellow Twitcher. Because that's oh, how I we do it here. You could do that if you wanted right. No, it's okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, we'll plan on that next time, or something to that effect. Uh Okay let me get this spelled right. Otherwise I'm going to mess up this raid and we don't want that because we really do want to raid. Uh, this is one of lady Crossheart's Um, many people that she loves to support. And so when she supports somebody, I tend to, cause she brought me along. Is it, grim Lotus? it is grim Lotus. How did you know? Because
3: I, cause grim Lotus is pretty dope to me. So
1: yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to raid grim Lotus right now and everybody ready up and you guys have a great evening. Thank you for coming to the Real Study.
2: Hi, thank you for joining good us. to see you guys. Have a good night. Have a good, good week. Night. Watch movies. <laughs>
1: That's right. Watch movies. I love that.
2: Watch movies. All right, this was great, you guys.